0: This is the House of Pop Culture. I am Anthony Donovan. Durwood Murray. Amy Meredith and Joe Reese. And for the next hour or so, we're going to talk your face off about all things pop culture related. Now, if you've been following our series within a series this season, we've been discussing different decades. We already covered the 80s and tonight, I'm very excited because we're covering the decade I can actually remember that I was there for the whole thing for, the 90s. The best
1: Mm. decade in the history of human existence.
2: I don't know about human Mm. existence, but I am gonna. It is pretty sweet.
1: At me and name a better one.
2: No, I'm. I'm like I said. I don't know human existence, but it is a pretty sweet decade. I think it's got to be right up there. After name I was, a after better I was, decade. If
0: you're Alanis Morissette or Jennifer Aniston, it was certainly the best decade.
1: Sound engineer Joey's holding up a sign that says 1890s. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, well, I don't the
0: original think... play of Spring Awakening
4: was written, so that was some. Uh, that is true. Terror.
1: They I didn't have cross colors in the 1890s. How do you think. know? I'm fairly certain.
4: Uh, I'm pretty sure some 1890s people are dropping
1: some cross colors. They didn't have Tecmo Bowl in the 1890s. They were probably
2: dropping cross colors, but it probably didn't have anything to do <laughs> yeah. with clothing. Oh, <laughs> I
0: realized as I phrased it, I'm like, wow, that could be taken nah, horribly wrong. I don't know about that. Although, we didn't have the Battle of Wounded Knee. Oh,
1: you know what? Mm-hmm. That No, it's still the 1990s. God damn it. nothing also,
0: also, the International Copyright Act of 1891 was passed, so that's pretty cool. Uh, that is actually pretty cool. Oh, Wrigley was founded in Chicago. They made gum. I thought that was a baseball field.
1: It's that too. It's the same same dude.
0: And also... So you're
4: saying that stadiums have been named after corporations for over 130 years that people have only
0: been upset about for the last 20? Yep. And also in 1892, my great-great-uncle on my mother's side, Dr. James Naismith, invented basketball.
1: All right, that is something. That
0: That is is that's kind of cool. But tonight we're gonna focus on the nineteen nineties. I need to redo my list.
2: I would love it if we just did a whole podcast on you reading stuff from different decades.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's funny you should mention that, Amy, because one of the tiers of our Patreon page is you can actually select an episode of what we cover, and it doesn't matter what it is, we have to do it. Oh. So take a look at our Patreon page for the House of Pop Culture, and you can have us talking about the most crazy shit. Um. mm mm-hmm. Actually, be a
1: podcast just for one person.
0: (laughs) That'd be pretty sweet, as opposed
4: to right now the podcast for just four people. (laughs) And
0: and let's face it, we know assholes who are that petty. That's true. That is very,
2: very true. All right. So, what are we talking about tonight? The
4: The nineties.
2: Yes, but in specific, yeah, jerks.
0: The nineteen
1: (laughs) nineties.
0: Glad we cleared that up.
2: I do believe we were. We'll be discussing movies and television. This
1: I evening. like both. I'm a fan of both as well. Me.
3: I, uh, I remember not watching not some, some
1: movies and some uh, some. I don't TV like making lists.
3: Yeah.
2: All right. So I asked you guys to do a little homework, but we'll get to that so little later. She
0: says like it wasn't difficult. Difficult.
2: It was This is why Durwood and I are saying that the 90s was such a
0: good decade because it's so difficult. See, You're it's,
1: saying it's such a good I, decade. I'm saying it's the best decade in all
0: of human existence. I don't necessarily think that it was harder because it was better, I think it was harder because we were all older. I mean, you were the same age you are now, True. but you, we were all older your age, in the 90s than we were in the, the 80s. Yes. We became adults in the 90s. Yeah. So our tastes matured and we had much more, you know, like when I was a kid, like in 1981, I was six years old and I was right. hearing whatever was played on the radio. Yeah. In 1991, I was 16 years old and hearing what was playing on the radio, yeah. but I also had my own tastes outside of that.
1: And I think also with that being said, there's gonna be a lot of bias and a lot of the things that we talk about today because it came at a time that was very transformative for all of us. Oh, a for lot sure. of the things that we're gonna be mentioning are things that probably shaped our lives at the time and helped mold us into what we would eventually become, you know, the people we are today. I don't That's know if I'm ready
2: thought. for this journey. Um, <laughs> here's my thing with my top five that we'll get to later. I. I was I had a very hard time like trying to rank stuff so I literally just pulled the ones that came to my head first and that's what went on the list. These may not necessarily be the greatest of all time and they probably won't be because I'll probably think of something else as we talk.
0: Oh good. I thought people were going to get mad at me for my favorite movie being Spice World. If
2: I <laughs> I hate you.
0: Could have thought of doing that. I wouldn't have an ulcer
1: right now.
2: <laughs> Can't help it. I'm a little bit brighter. Alright, so let's start with the top grossing movies of the nineties.
1: Ooh,
0: it's
2: Pat and Bruce. <laughs> No. Um wait, although, wait, wait, wait. although I do believe that's on my list of worst reviewed movies of the nineties. Well that's All just a shame.
0: time, I'm <laughs> assuming.
2: Can I,
1: can I take a guess at one? Go ahead. Actually it's probably gonna be wrong, but I'm just no. remembering that we had re releases of Star Wars movies. Um,
4: but it's probably something that only begins with an, a one. That's right.
2: Uh-huh. Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace was one of the top grossing movies. Oh. It 90s. wasn't the top grossing? Titanic.
3: Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, course.
2: yep, yep. You got Titanic up there. Jurassic Park.
4: Maybe yeah, that makes sense. Matrix. Matrix. Uh,
2: it didn't make that top cutoff. Mm. Uh, we have Independence Day, which oh, I love. Oh, yeah. Independence Day is such a good popcorn movie. Thank you. thank you, thank you, Will Smith, for giving us the Fourth of
0: July movie? weekend release. Yes, yes, indeed. I think that's I a fantastic. I, I, a movie I enjoyed enough.
2: the hell out of that movie. No, I, just,
0: I mean, it's, like, I right. it's ridiculous. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I but it was just
1: ridiculous fluff. There was nothing there at all.
2: That's what I'm saying. That's what I refer to as a popcorn movie.
4: That amazing relationship that has not been explored since. Between Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. That really they need to do some, some
0: something now. Because just
4: think of Goldblum now.
0: And honestly, who knew we'd have to wait till twenty sixteen before there would again be such a close tie between the first lady and a stripper? Uh, you know what? That's, that's a good. That's, that's a, an, amazing, an amazing, point. Point. amazing point.
2: Um, it's a hell of a lot better than that the sequel.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't even. The bother. sequel was yeah. so
3: I bad. I
0: completely forgotten. There the was only a things sequel. I'm remembering about
1: well, the sequel because it only has
2: half a Hemsworth in it, so i not really like.
4: And the fact that they, you know, basically more or less, eighty six Will Smith off screen. Yes. And the fact that you have, like, the um, original um, President Whitmore's daughter. Yes. May Whitman. She's not like unknown.
0: Right. Um, we're gonna go back a slide here yeah, for just a moment. I, I, I believe can, Durwood and I have a question yeah, of something confused. you just said, Amy. You what? said you said half a Hemsworth. Did um, they only shoot him from the waist down? Because was, I would damn sure remember that. I'm sorry, half.
2: it wasn't it wasn't the important one. It was his brother. Oh my God! You
0: literally considered Liam Hemsworth to be <laughs> half a Hemsworth. He's half a Hemsworth well, sideways, because of the lineage.
1: Whoa. <laughs> well, whoa. It's not like we're talking about Baldwin's and it's David. I mean, there's it's, a David Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoa. So yeah he's the the puffier one i'm sorry
2: Um, he's half of him's worth
4: i'm thinking she means literally size wise because well
2: (laughs) well no you're if you're taking him he's getting let's let's be honest even if we're gonna say maybe he makes half as much as his brother does
0: Wait a minute. He's not so even worth
2: half his money. So brother. the Thanksgiving
0: at that house is just as uncomfortable as it is at the Manning home?
1: Probably. You're saying you wanna be with the Hemsworth for the
0: money?
2: No. What I'm saying is is that you wanna you wanna cast Chris, but you don't have the money, so you get Liam.
0: I, I have a point of order. <laughs> yeah. I just made a sports joke and nobody acknowledged it. Oh all right, I'm sorry. All I, all no, fine. I got Give it, us I a got second. it. i got it. Thank you.
2: That's that's, all.
0: Thank you. I accept your pity. But it also just involves Peyton Manning,
4: so that kind of really is an obvious reference for you.
2: Um, Going back to the top grossings, uh,
0: (laughs) The Lion King, which we're about to get a remake of.
4: Yeah. A live action CG. It is not
0: live action. (laughs) It pisses me off so much. I was reading in Entertainment Weekly that... um, the The director John Favreau. John Favreau was just like this is a new kind of filmmaking. It's called virtual production. I'm like, oh fuck off! It's animation. <laughs> yeah. It's just with a
4: computer. <laughs> oh my yeah. god.
0: Um, ugh, one of my
2: least favorite movies of all time, Forrest Gump. I I, I like Forrest. I Gump. will be angry to the end of my. So
0: you're cool days. that Forrest Gump took Best Picture over Pulp Fiction. No, that. but that doesn't
1: mean that I. Don't Hate like that the movie. movie. It was movie. not the best movie no. of that year. Ugh. In fact, was of Oscar all made? the nominees, of all the nominees of that year, it was probably the worst film. Ugh,
2: it was so bad. It's
1: still a very good film. It's. I, just, I can't. It's not. I can't. I can't, I can't sit here and it's have so you bad. say that it's bad. It's bad. It's a good movie. And they even not men- the they even film. mentioned
2: my roll tide, but
1: I can't. I just can't. Not not. It was not the best film of that year, but it's still a very. Although good
2: movie. I will tell you that is a solid soundtrack.
4: Oh.
1: Definitely. Oh, you know why it's a really solid soundtrack? Because it's a solid movie. That's why. No,
2: you can have a solid soundtrack without a solid movie.
1: I'm just saying. It's true, but I mean, Forrest Gump. As
0: angry as we are that it won the Oscar, it's still a good movie. Yeah, that was the worst of the five. Thank you. What else was nominated? The Shawshank Redemption. Quiz oh, yeah. show. Oh, that's quiz a good yeah. oh, that's Pulp a good fiction, of course, yeah. and Four Weddings and, and, a, and funeral. a Funeral. Damn yeah. it,
2: I wish I had put quiz show on my list. See, this is the problem.
0: You didn't research it?
2: I I did, <laughs> but I like pulled, I was. I didn't want to like get too like.
0: You must Wait. have been really sad in elementary school when you would get Fs on your book report because you didn't read the book. Shut <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> um, Moving on. The Sixth Sense.
1: Love oh, that movie. and so do I. A, More on that later. That's that a movie. A that never movie. fails to make me cry.
2: That's a good movie. Uh, Jurassic Park, The Lost World.
1: Ugh, I hate that. That movie. was a God, bad That one. movie was terrible. That was
2: a bad one. Uh, coming back to Will Smith, who kind of owned the 90s, Men in Black. Oh uh, Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. he did own the 90s. Yeah. Well, it was
4: back-to-back years, wasn't it? Independence Day and Men in yeah. Black. Men in Black. Yes, and, and then the years. year right after that?
1: Wild Wild West.
4: Yeah,
0: that's that yeah, that's there in, was a year between them. That's in the worst. West? Oh no, my bad. No, no, no that was right. No, Thank no, you. Wild was, Wild West was ninety nine. Yeah, Wild there Wild was a West year was ninety
4: nine, I know, because hmm. I was screening Wild Wild West and then the um the print for South Park Bigger, Longer Uncut was ready. So I left Wild Wild West as soon as I could. You made to, a good life choice. Yes. Huh. I don't think I finished watch it, ever watching it.
1: Was there a Fourth of July release in 1998? The world may never know. Anyway, go on, Amy.
2: Uh, last Armageddon. Oh,
1: that which, was
4: that was the 98. Um, um, Fourth, Fourth of July, of July release. release. Okay.
1: Although I've I will tell you, seen it.
2: I love Armageddon. It's just it's so awful, and it's one of those movies that's so cheesy. I love it, and I've always loved Bruce Willis. He he will always hold a little special place in my heart. What?
1: I I haven't seen the movie, so I really can't sit in judgment of it. It's a bad movie.
2: It's a bad movie.
4: Yeah, it's really terrible. I mean, it's Michael Bay. So, I mean, it's kind of thing. Hey, but Michael Bay Bay made Bad Boys. Post-Bad Boys Michael Bay. Yeah. So, when he goes to, like, pure over the top. Well,
2: because Bad Boys, he didn't get a whole lot of uh, money for Bad Boys. I think once he got Armageddon, he had these huge budgets to uh, kind of run wild with. If
0: I may, yes. Armageddon was the 4th of July 1998 release. What, very I, good. I, that, 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 I, has been, that has been uh, uh, verified by the internet. Gotcha. Oh, well. So my brain was right. Your brain was right.
4: Because I was going to say, that was my first 4th of July working in movie theater. So ah.
2: Nice. All right. So those were our top and grossing movies of the 90s.
4: Although I love cleaning that theater and having a whole bunch of people saying, I'm leaving on a jet plane because that played over the credits. <laughs>
2: Yep. I can't believe you've never seen Armageddon. Did you see uh, Deep, Deep Impact?
1: Impact? No. Was- Aditha's in that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Shout out to Aditha. Actually,
1: yeah. my uh, college roommate's in that also.
2: Um, so you
0: to support your Are you not roommate. a
2: disaster movie person?
0: No, I'm not. I love disaster I porn. I do too. I love it. You don't it. love disaster films and yet you love Roadhouse? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thurwood has a very odd look on his face right now. All right, let's go lowest grossing. Oh, oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> uh, probably the student film that I made in 1995.
2: <laughs> oh man. Well, the one that topped all the list whenever I was looking up lowest grossing movies of the 90s, Hudson Hawk. And again, that was in the 90s. I love my Bruce Willis, but that was a terrible movie. Wasn't uh,
0: Oh, what's her name? Sean. The lady, Sean. Oh, Sean. Um. Catwoman, not Catwoman, Oh, Shawn. the crazy
1: one. Yes.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Um. Ace Ventura, Sean.
2: Oh, God, what's her name?
1: Go. I'm blanking
4: because Blade Runner. Oh, God. I And people are sitting there like, you there are people, fucking idiots. People are sh- yeah. Why the
1: fuck do you have a podcast if you can't? How did these motherfuckers get on a game show?
0: <laughs> and I'm just blanking on her name
4: completely right now. Hold
0: on, hold on, hold on.
4: <laughs> Sean
0: Penn. Sean Penn. Sean, no, Sean Penn is a man, <laughs> baby. <laughs>
2: I don't think she's in Hudson Hawks. She's
0: not. That was Sandra, Sandra Bernhardt. Bernhardt. Was Sandra <laughs> 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 oh, and it was Sean Young. Sean Young. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Young.
2: I was going to say, Sandra Bernhardt's in that
0: movie. She had a big hat. That's all I remember. And a tiny dog. <laughs> terrible, terrible movie. Um, Cutthroat Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I'd forgotten all about that. <laughs> Wait, can I
4: People try and did when one? it was
1: released, too. I just thought of a horrible yeah, yeah. movie from the 90s. Go ahead, go ahead. The Adventures of Fort Fairlane.
2: Um, that was actually not one of the lowest grossing movies, huh. but I love that.
4: Andrew movie. Andrew Dice Clay
0: got a ro- lot of relatives,
4: but also <laughs> is it is it lowest grossing or like as com- compared to budget too? Because I'm gonna
2: say probably with budget because, because of I'm this. sure
4: Cutthroat Island was not the lowest grossing, but it had oh, such yeah. a huge budget well,
2: because yeah. the Postman is also on this list.
1: Oh yeah, that would be a yeah. huge budget too. You yeah. deliver
2: bags of hope like it was candy oh, in
0: your hands. God, I loved that trailer.
2: <laughs> it was so terrible. That's an actual line from That's that, in that in the film.
0: trailer. Ugh. That one got quoted around Casa de Casa for quite a few years.
2: <laughs> um, oh, wow, it's
4: 2019. So.
2: The Astronaut's Wife.
4: Oh, was uh, it, oh Johnny, Johnny Depp, Depp and Charlize Theron. Charlie Theron. That was yep. the 90s? Yeah. Why, did,
1: why does it well, seem like that, that was, movie came out like five years ago? Because <laughs> well, neither of them age.
4: Yeah, I was going to say they both look almost exactly the same it's right true. now.
1: That's um, true. Another one. Is I, that
4: Post Two Days in the
3: Valley? Um,
4: yes.
2: Okay. That's an awesome film. Yeah, that's a great. Two movie. Days in the Valley is a great movie. Um, Dudley do Right.
3: Oh, oh my God! Poor, I was gonna say Brendan Fraser, how far Fraser. your star
4: fell, but then it's uh, like yeah. it was never really that high. Oh, but I will say I love the Mummy,
2: um, George of the Jungle.
0: School? George of the Jungle is funny;
2: it's so funny. If we're
1: talking Brendan Fraser movies, and damn it, here's another one: School Ties. It's all about school. ties Wasn't that ties. in the eighties? No, that no, couldn't that was have like, been. No, it was like, was like early, early me- nineties. On the music, guy. 90, I don't know. something like that. Yeah, because.
0: I just remember there was a scene that where they had Affleck and Damon in
1: it
4: as like yeah, small supporting roles. Definitely so no Damon.
1: Yeah. I don't remember Affleck probably well, was they, in pff, it though. They they
4: they, just, they were the it. Yeah.
2: That's hilarious. Um, George of the Jungle, nineteen ninety-two. See George of the Jungle instead of Dudley D. Wright. Um, since we're, you know, poking at movies, uh, let's do the worst reviewed movies. All right. Of the nineties, one of our personal favorites. It's. One of Anthony's favorite things of all time. It's true, darling. Showgirls.
0: (laughs) How lucky we were to be alive in the time of Showgirls. Showgirls is such a bad movie.
2: (laughs) It is it is considered one of the worst reviewed movies of all time. Thank you,
0: Joe Esterhaus, for showing us (laughs) the dark underbelly of Las Vegas. And what happens when an actress from a third-rate youth sitcom decides to make a jump (laughs) to the big screen after after getting the angriest girl put to a human head? God,
2: that perm is so bad. Oh, that movie is glorious
4: in in its badness. With the girls taking dancer, oftentimes I say,
0: So are you dancers, darling? Mm. That's wrong, Joe. (laughs) That movie had two then-unreleased Prince songs in it, as if I couldn't love it enough.
2: Uh, And I knew the choreographer of it, and she's amazing. And the here's the thing the dancing in Showgirls is actually
0: very good. It is yeah. it is good choreography. Just not the good choreographed dancing.
4: sex scenes. No. Oh those, my god. Uh,
0: by the way, if anybody out there knows what the entire fuck goddess <laughs> is about as a show, please let us know because I've been pondering this one for about 25 years I, now.
2: I still, I still. We have seen it so many times, sober and drunk. Oh yeah. And I still can't figure that shit Usually out. Usually both.
0: Here's yeah. yeah. my thing. It's a journey. It's like, I, it
1: feels like, it seems like that movie's supposed to be sexy oh yes yeah. oh yeah that movie dries up my vagina <laughs> <laughs> yep
0: hashtag ineffective titties hashtag feminism
2: um we actually own the box set of showgirls
0: proudly
2: which comes with shot glasses it comes with a picture of Elizabeth What's-Her-Face. Berkeley. That you Berkeley. And a notepad you I can remember write suicide Elizabeth note I remember Berkeley's on.
4: fucking name, but not Sean right? fucking Young. God
2: damn well, it, it comes with a poster of her that good you can night, hang y'all. up that has two <laughs> suction cup pasties so you can play pin the pasty on
0: the strippers. And it has been entirely too long since we've busted that out. <laughs> that that's true. Now that we moved point. and we have a nice home, we should invite people over. Yep. <laughs> um, but stay, so if you're listening. Right. If you become one of our patrons, <laughs> please let us know. Maybe you can come over for Showgirls game night.
2: Oh, Oh yeah. I'll put the peach schnapps in the freezer now. Yes. <laughs> um staying in staying in the stripper lane.
0: <laughs> also the name of my biography.
2: Um also a, revert, a worst reviewed movie of the 90s, Strip Tease. Another okay.
0: bad movie. If I if I may. <laughs> If I may, go you ahead. may. No, go ahead. Strip also has a Prince song in it. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Wait,
2: I thought that all of that was Annie Lennox.
0: No, if I was your girlfriend is oh, in it. Oh,
2: but it does have a lot of Annie Lennox. And songs. I
0: remember being in the theater watching Demi Moore standing on a table on a boat talking to a man that she's about to do a strip tease for, and said, "Do you like the artist formerly known as Prince?" And then I got all excited that we were going to hear another unreleased track, and it's "If I Was Your Girlfriend," a song released from when he was called Prince, and then I got really mad and kind of couldn't get over it for the rest of the movie. Same choreographer as Showgirls by the way. The way.
2: <laughs> Marguerite, she got all the good gigs. But wasn't
4: that the beginning of the resurgence of Burt Reynolds? Yes. 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 And also
0: yes. Amy and I were lucky enough to meet Demi Moore uh-huh. when she was filming that movie, and she was absolutely lovely.
2: Lovely and charming. She said she liked my purse. Oh, I, I loved him. her in
0: one
4: crazy
1: summer. Yes.
2: She was very nice. Um, Batman and Robin.
1: I am wow. thank you. I am ashamed. <laughs> To say that I saw that movie in the theaters twice.
2: Why did you lose a bet?
4: Hey, I saw episode one five times in theaters. You
1: fell asleep, and when you woke up, it was
4: playing
0: again.
1: (laughs) Nah, first time I saw it, I thought it was good. Uh, Had
0: you ever seen a film before? (laughs) Not many. (laughs) Okay.
1: Upon further review, did did those those bat nipples hypnotize you? Quite possibly,
0: George Clooney has an effect on me. Obviously, I didn't see anybody except Chris O'Donnell in that movie. <laughs> Which, if you're a gay kid growing up in the '90s, you saw that Apple Pie motherfucker. You- mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. wow, yep, yep, yep.
3: Wow, That's I remember being I 21 years Arnold. old
0: watching that movie and be like, I need to wreck that.
2: <laughs> Damn.
0: I was ready. I'm I now was- picturing so Anthony in like. Overalls on top of.
1: I'm gonna wreck it. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell, if you're out there and you are in need of some wrecking, damn, we got somebody here
0: who can can do the job. Well, I mean, this was in 1997. Oh, some time has passed for both of us. You lost your shot, Chris O'Donnell. In all fairness, yeah, he did.
2: Um, two more on the worst review from the same guy: Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Waterworld.
1: Yeah, Kevin Costner. Uh, again, talking about uh, unnecessary and unwarranted wins of Oscars.
0: Um, <laughs> they had extras. Yeah. And he, not uh, for what
4: he probably should have won with Bull Durham and Field of Dreams.
1: Exactly, yeah, but yeah.
0: Agreed. Oh, were they, were, were they conciliatory Oscars? Because I know that, we know that happens.
4: Well, I don't think he ever, I, I mean, I think, I think. well, Dance with Wolves was this big, sprawling epic of the white savior that is perfect Oscar bait, so <laughs> it that's why that really won. Really was. Although,
2: there was something else that was the same year that should have won. Look.
1: Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, there oh, you yeah. yeah. go. Yeah. Wayne's Good World?
2: No.
4: no, that was 93. Yeah. yeah. Mar- no, Good, 92. Goodfellas is the one that Sorry. should have won that year,
1: yes. but Goodfellas had the audacity to D- show violence and have Martin Scorsese okay, directing it. Okay, so. but
0: Silence of the Lambs also won. Yeah, But it wasn't as violent as Yeah, yeah. And that, that makes
1: people feel smart if they vote for it too, so...
2: Yes.
0: I felt oogie after I watched that
4: movie. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs is creepy and I love it, but it's it's not as visually violent
0: as Goodfellas is. Well, let's talk it about was, it. It was the use of Layla, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> that was really what made it worse. Yeah.
2: Let's talk about the Oscars. So that was 90. That was Dances with Wolves. There. Has you, Have everybody seen Dances with Wolves? Yes. I'm not yes.
1: gonna. Nah, I've seen it.
2: It's been a long time. Like, yeah, I probably
1: haven't seen it in like twenty left. years, but
2: <laughs> um Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Oh, one of my yeah. favorite one of, of That's all time. actually one of my favorite movies of all time as well. Also a good book. Hello, Classic. Excellent, yes. ex- excellent, book. Book. Yeah. excellent book.
4: Yeah, excellent book.
2: Um Unforgiven.
4: Oh, never seen it. It's good. I, I it's I one think of those I've things, seen it once. It's it's I, I saw it once and then and I liked it and then I went back and I had not seen and then I was on a kick and watched a lot of old westerns, especially mm. old. Clint Eastwood westerns. Right. And then I watched it again and it makes it even better because you kind of miss a lot of the framework Mm. if you haven't seen a lot of old westerns because it's kind of the old Right.
0: I'm sorry, has the last 30 years of Clint Eastwood's career been stories of him playing guys with one last job?
1: Yes. Mm, yeah.
4: Gristle,
0: yeah. Gristled old man. I mean, yeah. If, yeah. I, I think if you look up gristled in the dictionary,
4: it's a picture of Clint Eastwood.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 probably.
2: Um, Schindler's List. Oh, okay. never yeah,
4: saw I it. I haven't seen it. But either. I heard it's uh, hilarious. Jesus.
2: <laughs> you are wrong. Um, it's brilliant.
4: I, I can't watch it. it. It's it's, I, it's I something just... you watch like once, maybe yeah. twice, but it's
2: that's that's about it. Like I I don't know. I own it
4: on DVD, but I, I don't think I've watched. S- it I think on I've DVD. seen it
0: twice. I so we should have another night like when we all watched Precious Please at your no. house, Joe. Oh my god! That's another movie that I won't. That watch. was oh. one of the most upsetting experiences of oh my, my life, and if you know my life, that is saying something.
2: <laughs> well, Schindler's List is right up there. It's just
0: Mariah Carey's at the end of it too. No, <sighs> no, but the.
2: Performances are so brilliant that it's yeah it's it deserves all the accolades it got. But can you you imagine like
4: Liam Neeson's roles now? But then when he's just like, I know who you are.
0: Oh, Liam Neeson was in it. Who got kidnapped?
4: That's the
1: The Jews. Yeah. (laughs) What? It's
4: true. There's no punchline there. I was all like, there's no punchline I can make. We're
2: just gonna let that one land and move on. (laughs) Um, to Forrest Gump. God, I hate that movie. I hate
4: that movie. It's a good movie. I remember liking it when
0: I saw it, Ugh. but I didn't think it was that good. Awful.
4: It, much I saw like, it twice in theaters. Hated much it. Much like Dance with Wolves, it was the Oscar Beatty. And it, and at yes. that time, especially. Sally Field a lot, is the white savior. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. But when you think about the technology that was in that movie and putting Tom Hanks in all those old, all that old footage right. and all this. And the fact that I mean it just come off of he had you know, he had won the previous year for Philadelphia. Oh, but, that's a good movie. But he was still considered a comedic actor. Right. So then all so this is where he now had that um where he became kinda of more of an actual Oscar Actor.
2: I'm so bummed. I forgot about Philadelphia. I love that movie. That is such a good movie. Him and Denzel Washington. That's great a movie. great movie. Yeah, job. and Tom
0: Hanks was smart enough after winning an Oscar to go back to what made him pop. To not go back to what made him popular, but to go on to another dramatic role and not more of the same comedy bullshit. I believe that's what cost Eddie Murphy his Oscar for Dreamgirls. Norbert. Yeah. Um, oh, dodge. Yeah. yeah. I was actually. I was. I saw a clip from Dreamgirls the other night, and 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 uh, my boyfriend and I were talking about that, about how how Eddie Murphy really cost himself an Oscar well, by going back I, it, to what he normally that was That coupled and with was, the
4: old white dude supporting actor where yeah. Alan Arkin was a very, the loved, geezer award. Yep. very loved actor that just um, had not received any recognition and he played an old geezer. And, and didn't do Norbert. Yeah.
1: And Norbert was a favor. Charlie Murphy wrote Norbert. Oh. Yeah. And so that was Eddie pretty much just trying to help out his brother.
3: But it, was, learn but it was. But, but yeah. let's, let's let's
4: not forget something. Norbit was Oscar nominated. Yes, it sure was. was. It was. That is true. The that King, is true. Rick
0: Baker. It was. It was technologically. I, I mean, didn't the, you and I watch that?
1: Yeah, we did. And we're like, it's yeah. not funny. No. <laughs>
0: well, no. <laughs> it's just really expensive buffoonery. I love the way you. So how seriously you said that? <laughs> it's just not funny. What were you expecting?
1: I, I was. I wasn't expecting it to be funny. No, I expected I always, to yeah. maybe laugh once. I didn't laugh at all. That's how yeah. I felt
0: during the hustle.
1: Fair enough.
2: That's the wrong decade. Yeah. Um, after Forrest Gump, we had Braveheart.
0: Never okay. saw it. I didn't see I enjoy oh, it. It's yeah. good, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: Mel
0: Gibson with your crazy ass.
2: <laughs> he wore a kilt. I like guys in kilts.
0: I want to
1: see if I can remember what the next year was. Okay. The English Patient. That is correct. Oh, God. Nice. I hate...
2: Is correct. I
1: dislike that movie. Really, so I dislike that is, movie. I've never seen it.
4: It is boring as fuck. <laughs> like seriously, I felt romantic. the only the only thing I like about that is Saeed.
0: Oh yeah, he's, yeah. he's looking yeah, there good. Was, I, mean, there was, I remember. I remember Amy and I saw that. In he the was theater, looking good in that film too. There was one scene where all the uh, all the military guys were like sitting down in a cafeteria and having lunch, and there was one extra that looked so much like me. I was upset by it. Oh. I gotta find that that clip somewhere. Wait, can I try and guess the next one? Go ahead, go ahead. Pootie Tang.
2: That's correct! Yes, I'm on a roll. Titanic. Oh. Close though. Uh we've all seen Titanic, yeah.
0: yes? Yeah. Name I'm... man dammy.
2: I'm sorry, what? It's
1: from Pootie Tang. <laughs> here's here's what I'll say.
2: About Titanic?
1: Yes.
0: Kate, Iceberg is the white savior.
1: That's number one. <laughs> okay. Number two. Whatever accolades Kate Winslet got for that movie, it was not enough. Agreed. Kate Winslet was a goddamn goddess in that uh, movie. And I do agreed. not like that movie. I damn near hate that movie. Really? But Kate Winslet is a goddamn revelation. She's, she's wonderful. She's I, know. I like not her Not just regardless. because she appears topless. No. Her performance, fully clothed, is... Transcendent in that
0: film. She's my, my favorite actress, she, so I'm. She's amazing. Agree with that. Yeah,
4: I will say that was that movie where you can see the uh, the James Cameron trajectory where mm-hmm. he makes a lot of great technically advanced films that you know are like they're big popcorn films, and then all of a sudden it's like that's kind of what Titanic was. Right. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a summer release. It just took so long they for all the post stuff they needed to push yeah. it to. And then it became this... I'm the king of the world, bullshit. And then he's released one movie since.
0: Yeah, well, and, <laughs> and as much flack as that movie tends to get, because yes, it is cheesy. Yes, it you know it's not exactly I love Shakespeare. That movie. It's a technical marvel. Oh, the yeah. attention to detail yes. and the historical yeah. accuracy, and it is it is amazing to watch the scope of what must have happened that night. Like it was horrifying to watch. I know, remember, and to think this was a real event, and also uh, to to walk back to Kate Winslet briefly. And I'm going to say this um, as a gay man: them titties, though. <laughs> But just stop. Yes.
4: I remember watching it I mean, and yeah. seeing, we went like show. opening night um, and because I mean, it was such a long movie, there was like an 8 o'clock and a 9 o'clock performance. Those were the last two of the night. Mm. And we went to an 8 o'clock and about an hour and a half in, it went off screen. They probably had some horrible brain wrap or something like it that. It was 10 reels, yeah, so they, it was just yeah. made for they, brain wraps. Those they, of you who worked
0: in movie theaters know what we're talking about.
4: The they and, and we and they had to cancel it and they gave us passes. So we, went, we came back. The, no, we had gone to the 9 o'clock. So we, um, the next time we went to the eight o'clock. So in case that happened again, we could sneak into the <laughs> eight, the nine o'clock showing, but didn't go. But the last hour of that film is phenomenal. Once yes. it hits the and it's a I watched the first hour and a half twice. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so if I had watched the last bit, the last half twice, that'd be amazing. Nope. I remember I to telling, that first hour and a half before I got to the good shit.
0: I remember telling customers who came to my theater, because it was like a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. I remember telling customers, I'm like, when they spot the iceberg, that is your two-minute warning to go pee. Because <laughs> you're not going to move from your seat after that. Yeah.
4: No, that, that, that the ending of it is just, I mean, the last half of it is amazing.
2: Um. After Titanic, uh, we had Shakespeare in Love.
4: Uh,
2: I called it. She called it. She called it on Oscar night. We Still
1: shouldn't have won.
2: He got yeah. home before the Oscars, and I had watched the red carpet. And they were interviewing people, this, that, the other. And I told him when he got home, because uh, what was the the other one? Uh, Saving, Saving Private Ryan. Saving Ryan, Ryan Saving was, uh, And everyone was like, Saving Private Ryan's going to win. But as they were interviewing people on the red carpet, and I told him this when they got home, Everybody, they were like, oh, yeah, I think Saving Private Ryan's gonna win, but I loved Shakespeare in Love. Everybody said that on the red carpet. And I said, people voted for Shakespeare in Love because they thought, eh, it's gonna win, so I'll just vote for Shakespeare in Love. And I knew it and I called it.
4: So, I, well, I was upset by that because, I mean, I love, I mean, Saving Private Ryan is amazing. And I enjoyed Shakespeare in Love, and I think there were some great things about it. What pissed me off more was Paltrow. Over Blanchett that year. Oh, for Elizabeth. Oh. Her and Elizabeth was oh. one of the most amazing performances yep. I've ever Kate seen. Kate Blanchett
0: yep. blew me away And the fact that she that didn't movie. win was some bullshit. Oh, 100% and it agree. And only because Paltrow was a Hollywood legacy.
2: Yeah. Mm. That was the only
0: reason. But Kate
2: mm. Blanchett was amazing in Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Cape Blanchett is always amazing, but particularly yeah. in that film. Yeah. And, like, for me, Saving Private Ryan, yes, is, is a very well crafted film, and it is about the horrors of war, and it's very effective. To me, I found it to be extremely preachy, um, and it just felt like my grandpa waving his finger in my face for three hours and the horrors of war. It like it really felt gratuitous to me. Yeah. Now, granted, I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater in 1998. I'm sure if I watched it now, I might take something away from it differently than I did when I was 23. But also, that having been said, I did not think that Shakespeare in Love was the best picture of the oh, year. God, like, no. Highly enjoyable. Oh, sure. you yeah. betcha. Joseph Fiennes, though. Uh, but, mm-hmm. Joseph Fiennes. Jo- uh-huh. Joseph Fiennes, I asked. And uh, uh,
1: I think it, it it really bears mentioning And a stopper too so. That if without Saving Private Ryan We probably would not have Vin Diesel You're welcome I'm pretty sure he would have existed re- I don't even know how to respond I'm to that I'm pretty sure he existed
4: before and after that movie yeah. regardless
1: I'm Okay just, I'm yeah. just saying do we, okay. do we get a Chronicles of Riddick without Saving Private Ryan? Uh, well you- that's another reason why not to like that movie then
2: And to wrap out And Nathan Fillion was in it too Mm-hmm. wrapping up the 90s american beauty
1: not the best movie that year. i i love that
3: movie. i love that i, movie.
4: Love that movie. I don't i haven't watched it in a while i have a feeling now it's gonna be a harder view yep and it might not but it's yeah but, i love that movie definitely not the best of that year for me but i think I of what was nominated film. i think it was the best That was such a powerhouse year too uh,
2: alice and janey in that film is amazing uh Annette Benning is so yeah. good. Yeah. and look, he's a creeper, but Kevin Spacey was really good in that film. The he man was. was a good actor. Oh,
1: yeah. it was all, a the, creepy, all the performances creeper, creeper are great. Mickey. I just don't think yeah. it was a really. I don't think it was the best movie of that year. I, I think the, to me, the movie is blah. I think of that movie much <laughs> the same way that I think of Magnolia. And I love a, Magnolia. A, Magnolia. Ah! Yeah. That's so one of my favorite. We're always gonna fight over that. <laughs> a lot of great performances, but what the fuck is that movie about? It's about nothing. It's about happenstance. Mm-hmm. Oh, then then Garden State's a good movie, too. No Garden no. State is crap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
4: Because, <laughs> you know, two movies that are about the same subject matter, yeah, are always right? on the <laughs> level playing field.
1: Thank you, Joe. I well, hate
0: them both because they're about. Nonsense with with American Beauty, but he likes Roadhouse. I, I absolutely loved that movie, and I remember you. when when the backlash started to happen because that movie came out in September. You remember that, yep. yeah? And so it was you're we one of sixteen theaters
4: to have it, and right? We had to find interesting ways to see, get more very
0: unusual for a movie that big to come out in September. Uh, So I think it was like a sleeper hit and I really enjoyed it and when the backlash started and people started criticize it There was I was watching some TV show and a film critic was just like I cannot he hated the movie And he was just like I cannot believe people love this movie This the storyline literally could have come out of an episode of three's company And I was just like holy shit if you think about that third act uh, it absolutely yeah. could have. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So that kind of changed how I looked at it, but I still got love for that movie, um, despite Kevin Spacey breaking my heart. All
2: right, we're going to yeah. do a little lightning round before we get to our top five of movies. Give us a yay or nay or a quick yeah, like this, don't like this. So movies of the 90s. Here we go. The Matrix. Yes. Love it. Yeah, that's a good movie. Elizabeth. we
0: yes. Never yes. seen it.
2: Kate Blanchett. I will woman. have one mistress here and no master. Thank you. LA Confidential. Yeah, uh, i seen it.
4: That should have won over you Titanic. You
2: haven't seen LA Confidential?
4: That's what I just said. Oh my gosh, More on that in a bit. Dude. Yeah, that is that should have beat out Titanic. That you movie was You would
2: fucking love phenomenal. that movie. It is noir. You would love that.
1: No, I probably would. I just haven't seen it. Oh, you yeah.
2: have to We have to remedy this. Uh, The Full Monty.
1: Yes. Also 97. Should have beat out Titanic. a
2: fine movie. Jerry Maguire. I enjoyed it.
4: Oh,
2: no. What's
0: well, your, uh, lo, lo, you, my love of Cam and Crow. Love you have it. to understand, I saw Jerry Maguire the <laughs> the day after I had been robbed at gunpoint. We went there to get his mind off of it. So I was not really in the best Yeah, frame but you of love What's-Her-Name. Oh, well, Re- Regina King is, is phenomenal. Regina
1: King is amazing in everything. And she,
0: she made that movie for and me.
1: And while I'll never say a bad thing about Cuba Gooding Jr. winning an Oscar... Cuba Gooding Jr. won an Oscar for that movie. <laughs> he was good at I'm it. I'm just going to say that. Um, he was good in it, but he won an Oscar for that movie.
2: It happens. Speed.
1: I fun. like Speed. I
2: do like Speed. Speed's fun. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> um, Ed Wood.
1: Love, love that movie. I
2: love fucking Ed Wood. It's it so took me good. a long time
0: to see that movie. I didn't see that movie uh, until like so 10 years good. ago. so
2: good. You've never seen it, have you?
0: No, I've seen it. You don't like it? Eh, really. Hold that
2: string. Thank you. Uh, Pulp Fiction, which a I'm classic, sure will be on course. some top five lists what, later on. We'll talk about that. What is that, is
4: that movie? I've never heard of it yeah. before.
2: Uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I love
4: that movie. Brilliant. Good so movie.
2: good.
0: Bernadette has left her cake out in the rain. <laughs> the Fugitive.
4: Oh, that's oh, a great yes. movie. That's a good movie. Really? Tommy good movie. Movie. Jones is amazing. And
0: honestly, I did not did think that movie was going to be as good as it was. I love that movie. Because, I mean, think about movies based I on TV not shows. did kill my yeah. wife.
2: I don't was, care. <laughs> that's like the best. It wasn't me.
1: It was the one-armed man.
2: Um, Dick Tracy.
1: Oh, my God. Ah, I love yes. that movie. That was the 90s. I looked it up. I <laughs> thought <laughs> that was 89.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to Why? re the <laughs> <laughs> <my> whole <laughs> <laughs> list. Why are you going to deafen Joey like that? <laughs> Because Joey loves it. <laughs> Big did it. That's why Thank he does Joe. this. Big here's, here's it. Here's the thing. Um, I love you, Joe. Dick Tracy, and you remember, this is the world's biggest Madonna fan you're, you're talking to here.
2: I, I'm sitting right here.
0: I never thought Dick Tracy was a great movie. How dare you? It was definitely creative and fun to watch.
3: I love that Maybe movie. Maybe I need to
0: take another look yes. at
3: it.
1: Yes. Mm. I remember seeing that in the theater with my mother, and afterwards I was like, Mom, that movie's going to win the Oscar.
4: Because I was 90, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I mean, I was, I was... Probably ten or eleven when it came out.
1: Yeah, um, I thought my mom was a genius. No, 11, 11, said, or, It'll probably you were an low. Oscar for costume. Eleven design, or twelve, but not for Make best up. movie. And it did Make And I thought my mom was a genius because she was.
0: Oh, well, well, it was an entirely primary color palette for a film, which was yeah. a brilliant move. Yeah. Uh, Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Again, have, Whoopi a, Goldberg
1: won her Oscar for that movie. I, a, I really.
0: Hey. I have a really quick story to tell. So, as I mentioned earlier, Amy and I actually met Demi Moore when she was filming Striptease in Miami. And when we were in that record store and we saw her. Uh, we were I, in a record store. When I made my way over to her to approach her, um, and she was very nice. And as we were talking to her, I just kept thinking, oh, shit, you should probably compliment one of her movies. So you should probably say, oh, God, what's a movie? What's a movie? What's a – and I just looked, and I saw a VHS copy of Ghost of my- I loved you in Ghost. <laughs> fucking hated that movie so Demi Moore if you're listening and I'm certain that you are I'm sorry for lying to you in the fall of 1995 I didn't know what to say but you were so beautiful and gracious and I thank you for being so nice to my friends
1: I'm laughing at the idea that there could be any doubt that Demi Moore is listening to this of course she is oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, moving on <laughs> Home Alone
1: oh I what enjoy. a great yeah. movie Top three Christmas movies of all time. Oh. Uh, that's for another podcast.
2: The Addams Family. Oh, oh yes. that's really good. Really, yeah, really so good. good movie. But the screen
0: adaptation.
2: Um The Blair Witch Project.
4: At the the hype I was I remember it was insane because I didn't work at the theater that ha- – the one theater in San Diego that had everyone came to our theater. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have Blair Witch? I'm like, no, it's a landmark Hillcrest. All right, you got to go down Be the 163. It was a
0: shit show and a half.
4: Oh, yeah. And, and I remember so many people went like, it's real, it's real, it's real. It's like
0: – It was great one marketing. Of, one oh. of the yes. best marketing ploys I've yes, ever seen. Great marketing. Especially in the age of the, the infancy of the internet.
1: Yep. Yes. And not, not that great of a movie, honestly, no. but – it's, it goes to show you what you can do when you have an original idea right. and some really good marketing. And
4: especially because it was before all the copycat found footage films, I yes. think it was it was original. Everything was fresh about it. And you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. In retrospect, you're now looking at it like, meh. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and, and for me, it wasn't – personally, it was not that scary – because I spent a good part of my life growing up in a heavily wooded area. <laughs> and uh, like the woods yeah. at night is like Erections. one of the safest places you can be. Mm-hmm. I think it was just preying on people being afraid of what they can't see. Absolutely. And, like yeah. when oh, they finally yeah. get into that house in the end, I'm just like, I just know something's gonna jump through that window. I just know because my brain wanted it to be a traditional horror movie setup. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I honestly think that's one of the while well, I earlier I said it's not a great movie, it's not but I think it's actually good. What and it did was What great. it did was good. It did have a lot of innovation within it. And I think it's it's one of those films that when we're gone and they're having film study classes, this is one of those movies that's heavily going to be looked at. Yeah.
0: This and Pootie Tang. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Jesus
2: Christ. All right. Top, top five, guys. Get your homework Jesus out. Top five. Top five. Did we rank? I, I, just, I did. I,
4: I did to a degree. I can't. I,
2: I, I did to a
0: degree as well. I have extras. All right. Who's starting? I'll Who okay. go. Starting at number five, a film we've already mentioned, 1997, L.A. Confidential. Love that movie. What an amazing, amazing, amazing film. Yeah. Um, it, it Just a great look at Scandal, the 1950s, Hollywood.
4: That'll do. Peak. Wait, wrong movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, no, just wall to wall brilliant performances. Danny DeVito is incredible. I Kim Basinger won an Oscar for it, deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, really guy introduced. Pierce, Russell Crowe. It's so If good. you hadn't seen
4: Priscilla, and introduce you to Guy Pierce. Yes. Yep.
0: You know, that one guy who broke my heart. Uh, it was it, really, I cannot recommend this movie Wait, enough. Spaces in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: It's yeah. so and was right after Su- Usual Suspects. It's so yeah, D- now Danny DeVito. Did you list. say Danny DeVito?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, good. Uh, Curtis Hansen directed it. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just uh, so absolutely good. incredible movie.
2: All right. To me, uh, starting off at number five, going with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, uh,
0: good, good movie.
1: Francis Ford Coppola, mm-hmm. Gary in Oldman at his finest. Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. How does he
2: end up in these things? I
1: have no. I I'm gonna assume he's very good at giving but, oral sex. That's but my I assumption. But I love the Keanu Reeves resurgence right now. And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> well, John he's Wick, doing movies that he should do. Right. John Wick is something Keanu Reeves should do. The Matrix is something he should Stay do. Day out of my
2: Shakespeare. Much Ado
1: About Nothing is right. something he should not do.
2: But, Bram, but he's going
1: to be the new Toy Story.
2: Bram Stoker's Dracula. Just because I don't know if y'all know this about me. I like the vampires.
1: What?
4: what?
3: We had an inkling.
2: Gary Oldman in that film is to die for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Winona Ryder and her little oh, just that's so good.
1: that's a movie that actually is sexy.
0: Yes, it is. That that movie gets me griffin. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, agree to disagree. You guys are weird.
2: What? Joe. What?
0: My number five
4: um, is probably my favorite Kevin Smith film, oh. 1995's Mall Rats. Ah, uh, oh. yes. Good call. It is, I still haven't seen uh, it.
2: Oh. It is not my favorite of yeah, his, but it, it's, it's, it's.
4: I mean, it's one my, of my favorite f- of his. Favorite characters with Brody, although it annoyed me how many people tried to be Brody, and it's like, no, he's yeah. an annoying piece of shit. Great <laughs> character, don't be him. Right, but gr- love the film. Oh, Stanley, great Stanley role. Oh. Mm. But I yeah, love it. Dogma's
2: my favorite of his, but that was Dogma in the 90s? Yes, uh,
1: yeah. 90, late 90s. Nine, well, 90, yeah. Dogma's my yeah. favorite
2: of his. Durwood.
1: All right, uh, I just want to reiterate how difficult it was compiling these lists. I got you. Uh, but I had to narrow it down to, it started with the best movies of the 90s, and then I just turned it into my favorite movies of the 90s. Mm. So these may sound a little bit weird, but they're not, because all these movies are fucking awesome. Number five directorial debut of the Hudlin brothers we're talking about House Party starring nice. Kid and Play
0: you know that's a classic
1: you goddamn right it that's is. in
0: power Robin Harris uh, that, yes. that's a classic
1: At, if you don't know how great House Party is if you're sitting there like House Party watch House Party That movie's the shit.
0: It is really good. Especially if you're a junior high (laughs) black
1: kid growing up in the suburbs. As I was. And And maybe you're presented with this. But you can stop at House Party 2. Yes, agreed. But oh my God, that movie is so fucking awesome. That's a a solid choice. Full forces in that movie. Full goddamn forces in
0: that movie. (laughs) To you. Uh, my number four, uh, let me see here, is a movie that we have also already talked about. Uh, I, seem to hung, I, hang, I hung way more in the late 90s for my picks, yeah. uh, and this movie came out in 1999, uh, and it was The Sixth Sense. Oh, um, and for those of you who know me, you know I don't really like scary movies. Um, and this movie was scary as shit. Yeah, it was. And I still hold, I still hold firm to my theory that there are two types of people in this world: those who did not see that twist coming, and liars. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. And if you are one of those people, who wants to sit there and be like, "I knew he was dead the whole time." Fuck you. No. You're Shut lying. the fuck up. You're, you're lying. lying. Number
0: one, number two. Nobody gives a fuck how smart Unless you your think name you are. <laughs> is
4: M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I have that never was masterfully been masterfully so done. Bamboozled and sideswiped yeah. by and a movie I'm in so brilliant done. a fashion.
4: I remember because I was working at theater and I had just started um, projections that summer, and so um, when that came out, it was a sleeper hit. Like it yeah. did, did phenomenal that first. It was an August release. It did phenomenal that first week. We Great had to or- trailer too. Yeah, we had yeah. to order more prints of it to be able to have the demand. Same. So it just like I think it since Titanic was the longest running, like no, like most number of weeks with twenty million a week. You know for a long since titanic um and then which is only like two years but you know whatever but um when we got it and then we were on a thursday we were building it up we got a new print they're like hey we need someone to tech screen it can you go in and do it i'm like okay well i'm the only one in the theater yeah and i've already seen the movie oh my god so i'm in there and like with the doors if, if so if they're closed and someone opened it, it broke that seal so it made this kind of crackling sound <laughs> so i could hear if someone's trying to come in i'm like they're going to try and scare me because that's something I would have done and did to other movies. But, you're a jerk, Joe. Yeah, but and it happened a couple of times and I found out that it still had in the marquee that American Pie was playing in that theater. But um, watching the first half by yourself after you've already seen it before you know the whole twist and everything like that. Because before even the dead girl shows up that first time yeah. is even scarier. Because that, the first half when you're watching it, there's nothing creepy that happens that you know of until after you've seen the whole movie and yeah. but then you're watching it again you're like uh, it's why is it colder in the theater right now what I swear I mean? to god the theater was
2: colder when we when we saw yeah. it um my number 4 uh was the first movie I ever saw Kate Blank, uh Kate Winslet in Heavenly Creatures so
0: good one of my favorite it's movies so of all good. time I haven't seen it you seen, <sighs> based on an extremely twisted true story yes yes but
2: it's so, so good so right up Kate Winslet's, um, and it's uh it's early uh, Peter, Jackson Peter Jackson as well and it's oh my god it's so good and she is brilliant in it bitches be crazy <laughs> and if you've never seen Heavenly Creatures seek yeah. that shit out it is so good Joe
4: so my next movie is not a good movie <laughs> okay. but I love it and it was something that I would just put on and be able to watch over and over and over and over again again not a good movie do not recommend it if you whatever but from nineteen ninety eight, a night at the Roxbury. I, oh, oh, Jesus Christ!
1: I, <laughs> Emilio, I enjoy. I enjoy watching that movie.
0: It is a bad. It's,
4: it's movie. It's a bad
1: movie, but I enjoy it. It's God damn
0: it, Joe. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Richard Grieco
1: is in it.
0: <laughs> Shockingly, I've never seen it. I haven't oh either. God, oh I can guarantee is, you,
1: you will not like it. Oh, it is no, and that's <laughs> I'm, the thing. I'm not even going to sit here and say, oh no, you should see it and no, enjoy. No,
4: I'm the, not, no, no, no. That's why I preface don't. it's not a good movie, don't. but
0: damn it Joe. Chris Katan uh, at his yeah. most Chris Katanas. Yeah pretty yeah. much
4: Will Ferrell before he became Will Ferrell. Like, yeah. I think he was just, and
0: I didn't like Will Ferrell after he became <laughs> right? Will Ferrell.
4: So actually that aspect you might, but anyways yeah not good but I love it. Move.
1: Durwood. Alright uh, my number four is some more black people shit. Uh, it's The Five Heartbeats uh, directed by oh, Robert Townsend. Never nice. I've seen it. nice. Nice. Oh it's nice. an amazing movie. Loosely based on The Temptations uh, and uh, I actually was listening to an interview with David Allen Greer uh, recently. He was in A Soldier Story that. with uh, uh, Robert Townsend, the original legendary stage boy. Uh, originally, the Five Heartbeats were supposed to be Robert Townsend, David Allen Greer, Reggie Cathy, uh, Denzel Washington. Wow. Um, did I get them all? Oh, and uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah, that's what that movie, uh, the original concept and was. This was be. not a comedy. Uh, it kind of it was kind of a comedy, mm-hmm. more of a musical, more of a mock you, not mockumentary, but kind of like if you've seen The Temptations movie that they uh, had on VH1 for all those years, where it basically chronicles their life. It, the Five Heartbeats is essentially that, but it came out before they did that movie. Okay, and I think I think Robert Townsend wanted to make that Temptations. So it's movie, kind, so but it's kind of the the like rights. it's kind gotcha. of like
4: Dreamgirls. Uh, yeah,
0: but actually, in the sense yeah. that it's yeah. or not. Or like how the Grace of My Heart" is basically about Carol King. I love that film.
1: Yeah, essentially it's like that. Yeah, it's a really good movie. All original music though, and oh, and the music in that movie is so good.
0: Oh, and how basically and "Saving Private
4: Ryan" was the story of Abba."
1: Exactly. And Anthony, you'll you'll remember how when we saw "The Princess and the Frog," and I told you how black people innately have a uh, distrust of uh, black people with good hair. Yes. Okay, so that developed from this movie oh, okay. actually there's a dude with good ha- good red hair black dude with good red hair who's the villain oh and is he a villain god damn it's like a prefab suge knight
0: yeah.
1: damn. Yeah. so if you haven't seen that movie see it
0: okay back to you uh... my next one is uh, another one from the late nineties nineteen ninety nine and yes we've already talked about it uh... there are not many films that i can point to that i watched where i can honestly say i had never seen anything like it ever And I felt that way for a movie that I went to go see a screening of that I was not super jazzed about, but because my roommate wanted to go see it, I went anyway, and I was absolutely blown away by it, and it was The Matrix.
3: Yeah. Uh, I had never seen special effects
0: like that. I had never seen a story so original. Um, and again, that whole oh. infancy of the internet thing. And you know what? That is
2: that is where Keanu Reeves belongs. Yes,
1: mm-hmm. that's, yeah, we said that earlier. And yes. Honestly, that's he's best in his lane. And that movie is so apropos to have come out and use in 1999. right? Yes. Yep. yeah. That the idea of that movie is ushering us into a new millennium. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah,
0: no, totally. And it Screened was that on my birthday. It was great, and I actually did not hate the other two as much as the rest of the world seemed to. Not they were either. they were eh.
2: Um. My next one, if it's on TV, I watch it every goddamn time. Tombstone.
0: Uh, nice. Tombstone
2: is the movie.
0: I'm your huckleberry.
2: Oh, it's so quotable. I,
0: and it's, I pretty much know all the quotes from it, despite having never seen what? the film. He's never try? seen it. Why we okay. try a spelling bee? <laughs> it's so good. Is that the I one, one with it. I'm in my prime? That is the I one. I say that all the time.
1: <laughs> I got two guns. One, one for, for each, each of, of you. Of
2: you. Oh, Val Kilmer
1: I is... Throw down, boy. Val Kilmer is so amazing. Did he get nominated for an Oscar for that? No. He no. should have gotten nominated for an Oscar just, for that. I think that
4: got nominated for yeah. Jack and Squat. Oh, it's mm. so
2: good. Uh, going to Joe.
4: Um, So my next movie is a movie that came out right before The Matrix. I remember because there were a few scenes that I was like, hmm. Like the way it was filmed that kind of. Anyways. Please be Phantom Menace. Stop no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> it, um, but it's a little British film that introduced us really to a man called Jason Statham. Mm. And it's called Lock, Stock and And Two Two Smoking Smoking Barrels. Barrels. (laughs) And also introduced us to a little Vinnie Jones. Mm -hmm. I... Love that movie. I just watched it it's recently. And that was that was Guy
0: Ritchie's first film. Guy movie, right? Ritchie's yep.
1: first film. It introduced us
4: it's to him. so
1: good. I couldn't make it through it. I couldn't understand a goddamn word they were saying.
4: <laughs> and you didn't even watch then you didn't even watch Snatch. I, Snatch, it. Was great.
0: I did oh, watch I Snatch. Snatch. And I like
1: I liked Snatch. I
0: but Snatch. oh my god,
4: I just I just love Lockstock. It is so great and
0: I've heard that Lockstock is basically Snatch with a slightly different storyline. Yeah. Sorta. Of. I mean, I'm not saying Guy Ritchie only makes one movie, but, but Guy it, Ritchie only it's, makes it's, one it's movie. It's
4: the you know the the con and the heist, and like those are some of his best films where they have like this intricate like interweaving of all the storylines at the end that result in everyone dying.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see that happen in Aladdin, <laughs> right?
4: Which I, I I saw Aladdin. I enjoyed it. It was all right, but you know, it was one of those things. Someone I read some review about it where it's like if you take the musical aspect out of Aladdin. This should be right up Guy Ritchie's alley. Yeah. Where you have at least multiple players in Aladdin and Jafar running these long like these long cons sort of thing that all culminate. And it was like that should have been But it didn't pan out that like that. I would love to have seen Lockstock but with
1: music. turwood Uh my third one uh is a movie that ushered in a lot of uh posers uh with its subculture that it helped uh, popularized, but this was my life before I even saw this movie. Uh, that movie is Swingers. Yep. That, that movie, I um, figured that one would be on your yeah, list. It was huge impact on my life. I, I thought I saw myself on that screen. It was
3: great.
0: I remember when we saw Swingers. It was actually... Uh, we were moving to California. We had packed up everything we owned into my little Saturn. You like these what we're these to, are what these assholes are? About like, to go like. cross-country with no money, no jobs, lined up, no place to live in, didn't know a soul. And we were staying at my mom's house for, like, two weeks. And, you know, since we're on at my mom's house, like, we just ate ourselves stupid and sat on the couch in our PJs and rented movies all week. Yep. Uh, VHS, that's how we did back in those days. Kids, ask your parents. But, Be um, kind, of rewind. We, uh, we rented swingers, and I remember seeing it and thinking, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this is definitely some some heterosexual... Late '90s, not for me type movie. <laughs> that having been said, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, and I think it. I, I don't know how well it's aged.
1: Mm, I haven't seen it in about ten years. Yeah, I haven't watched it in forever. <laughs> and
2: uh, yeah, I I don't know. So, what is your next one?
0: My next one is uh, a film that it, it's the it's the only comedy on my list. Which That's is surprising. I know, because I love comedy. But uh, this was a movie, again, that I just kind of watched because I worked at a movie theater. And I did not expect to love it as much as I did. I did not believe it would become as much of a cult classic as it became. I think we have the same one, maybe. And I also didn't realize that in a few short years, this movie would basically be my life. And that is Office Space. That's my number two as well. (laughs) Um, I love that movie. I mean, talk about...
4: bomb like it did not do good And I don't at understand all. why
0: because it was so relatable and it was as I've, it was as poorly I've marketed older, it was I have only grown
4: to appreciate this movie more <laughs> it came out right before, it was like a February 99 release so yeah. it was like right before the major and you know February especially back you know in the 90s February was like the okay maybe you're gonna get the very late 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 Oscar release right. that's wide release. Other than that, was shit.
0: And the only Ugh. reason it got
1: made was because Mike Judge was hot on Beavis and Butthead. that's the thing. It was marketed as the movie by Mike Judge, the guy who brought you Beavis and Butthead. Ron Livingston was, was nobody. Yeah. Nope. I mean, the he was in Swingers.
4: Right. Nobody remembers that. I mean, I was going to say... I just pulled that off the top of my head. I remember that. I was going to say, Diedrich Bader probably was one of the best known people like
0: well, oh. Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Well, yeah. An-
4: Aniston was the one that yeah. Oh that,
0: god, that movie like, so good. Like Gary Cole was
4: like no one at that point. Yep,
0: he was Mike Brady. I love it. Um
2: my number 2 is my second vampire movie to put on this list and that would be Interview with the Vampire great movie oh my god so good what Durwood?
1: i didn't say anything i'm sitting here (laughs) saying nothing
2: that'll be the day you had a look on your face and that doesn't really bode well for a podcast to sit there and say nothing but (laughs) you were talking (laughs) um i was so nervous because i love that book so much but it was beautiful they did such a even though it's not cast the way that the book describes those characters it It is so beautifully done with the book that I don't think it could have been done better. Yeah. Love, 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 love.
1: I'd like to throw a quick shout out to the cleaning staff (laughs) where we're recording our podcast. (laughs) Working hard at what they
0: do.
2: Tippy top around here. Thank you
0: for keeping it so clean.
4: (laughs) Joe? So since Anthony took my number two, I'm going to take another gem from 1999, which, in my opinion, was probably one of the best, if not the best years for movies. But um, I'm going to go with a little movie, probably the best Star Trek movie of the last 20, 25 years Galaxy Quest. Oh, <laughs> God
2: damn, I love that movie.
4: By oh, Grab Hammer. Hammer. I did not like it when I first saw it. It's a great movie.
0: Oh, it's so good. And it, and only in the years since have I grown to appreciate it. Oh, my it. God,
4: that everyone in it is so. Br- I mean, it really introduces us introduces us to Sam Rockwell. Oh. Yes. I mean, Tony, Tony Shalhoub I mean, in that film. Which Amazing. I only knew really at that point from Wings.
0: Also, Sigourney Weaver
4: is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I really am just repeating what the computer says. That is such a good movie. Yes, this I, episode I, is it, badly I, written. It's, it's, so, it's, it's such a great it's movie. So good. A young Justin Long.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Excellent
1: choice. Alright, my number two is the best comedy sequel of all time at me, The Naked Gun two and a half, The Smell of Fear. I, I enjoy that yeah. film. <laughs>
4: uh, it, it's... What? I'm, try, I'm trying to think comedy sequel. <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top. Yeah. Better than Police Academy 2?
1: Yes, it's better than Police Academy 2, 3, and 4. I will Maybe say, not 5. if
4: it wasn't for how I think um, Spy Who Shagged Me got... Um, I don't know. I think the bit of Austin Powers destroyed the longevity of Spy vs. Shagme because at the time I thought Spy vs. Shagme was an amazing no. film. Like
1: I, I still think Spy o Shag Shagme is great. It's I, I don't think it the is the t- series. I don't think it's better than the second Naked Gun. Eh?
4: But I do very much enjoy Naked Gun. All I enjoy all three Naked Guns.
0: All right. Anthony, what's your number one? Uh, My number one, I decided to go with the movie that I actually saw the most times in the theater in the 90s. And oftentimes in life, we'll find ourselves at a moral crossroads where we have to do something that we don't feel 100% about, but we know that ultimately it's the right thing we do. And that is pretty much how every fan feels when making the decision to support Madonna's film career. Uh, My number (laughs) one is actually Evita. Um, Uh, I I I thought you were going truth or dare. Nope. I was prepared to like it. I was prepared to support it regardless. Uh, I had no idea it was going to be such a good movie. And uh, I loved it far and away better than the stage version. Um, I thought that their approach to telling Ava Perone's story was much more realistic in the movie. Um, and I felt like the the original stage production does not paint her in a very good light. And while the film doesn't necessarily do that either... It does present her as being human and being fallible. And uh, it's just brilliantly made. It looks amazing, and Madonna's amazing in it, and I will say this until I'm dead and in the ground. She was robbed because not yes. only should she have been nominated for best actress, she should have won she should have fucking won. She was
2: brilliant in that. Frances film.
0: McDormand, we all knew we're gonna was gonna get a boatload of Oscars down the line. And yeah, I felt like that was Madonna's year. Yep. I agree. 100% plus I cried as soon as that
2: movie started the grandeur of it just got to me immediately and I I love that film it's so beautiful
4: mm-hmm.
0: um I'm sure Madonna agrees with all of that yeah
2: cause she's listening to yeah hi mm-hmm. Madonna hi Madonna um
4: well her and Demi Moore are listening together
2: yeah of course always yeah, man, yeah. um my my number one I love him so much and he's the love of my life that would be South Park, Bigger, Longer and
0: Uncut. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great movie. Definitely an honorable mention for yes, me. Th-
2: there's, there's, no, Again,
0: there's no other choice for 1999. me.
2: 1999. I about fell out of my seat laughing the yeah, first there, time I saw that in the movie theater. There other. aren't many movies I don't where choreograph hip hop.
0: Yeah, there, there aren't many movies where I have laughed so hard that I could not concentrate on what was happening and that oh was pretty much God. during Kyle's Mom's a Bitch for me. <laughs> oh, Brilliant. Just yeah. Brilliant. And then
4: getting Great to movie. do that in front of a bunch of people. I love it. yes. phenomenal. Trey
0: Parker
2: is the love of my life. Go, Joe.
4: So my number one is one of my biggest guilty pleasures. Not because it's necessarily a bad movie. that It's because of how much I love this movie. And that movie is Con Air.
3: Oh, Jesus Christ. Put down I, the damn money
4: love this movie so so much (laughs) but I mean everyone is so over the top it is so
2: good lord
4: crappy but it is everyone just just fully committed to giving it 150%
2: talk about chewing the scenery oh my god there's no scenery left
4: they have to they had to like wait halfway through to build new scenery to chew on Nicolas
0: Cage at his Nicolas cage (laughs)
4: Malkovich as the villain. Chappelle. Bashemi. Oh my God. Bashemi is about Bing Rain. And his yeah.
0: Bashemiist.
4: Yes. Oh, it is. There is. Tra- oh, you seem to
2: be on the cusp of something over there.
4: I've never seen it. Oh my God. You're cute. Cole Mini plays such an
0: asshole. It is great. It's great. It's a really. It's a fun movie. That's, that's how I'm going to describe it. Fun. Yep. I've never seen it. It's so awful. It's so bad.
2: Well, what you got?
1: My number one happens to be uh, my favorite movie of all time. The best movie to ever come out of the 90s. The best movie ever made. If you know me, you know what I'm about to say. It's Pulp Fiction. Of course. Not much more needs to be said. I didn't put it on my list because I figured you would. It's Pulp Goddamn Fiction. (laughs) Everything about it is perfect. Oh,
2: yeah. It's perfection.
1: It's a perfect movie.
2: Yeah. It's perfection.
1: I don't have to say anything else. (laughs) <laughs> All it needs to be said is Pulp Fiction. Good job. Uh, banging soundtrack.
2: Oh yeah, Excellent, oh, yeah. excellent soundtrack. Nobody puts a
0: soundtrack together like Quentin
2: Tarantino. That's the truth. All right. We're going to do TV. We're going to do it a little quicker than we did movies, guys.
1: <laughs> what? Why?
2: Because we prattled on a lot about we're movies. We're
1: an hour for this
2: podcast, and now we're getting it's to the why
1: television. people tune in. They tune in to hear us talk, baby. Well,
2: let's talk about some... Let's, let's talk, talk about, about the TV worst. TV. Let's talk about the worst TV shows of the '90s. Oh God! Oh, I picked up some doozies. Let's start with Cop Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not? If you haven't ever seen this, go on YouTube and look up some of the clips. They are, I can't. The words can't describe. It.
1: It's, I remember. Uh, I remember seeing. Like, the trailers they would use to advertise the show as a kid, when it was, I was like, people are going to watch this? If you don't know what Cop Rock is,
2: it was a show, kind of like, uh...
1: NYPD Blue.
2: Law and Order.
1: Law and Order. Well, it was Stephen, it, it, it was Steven Stephen yeah. yeah,
2: With music.
1: It, it was a musical version. <laughs> it was a music. Of NYPD Blue
2: It was awful It was a train wreck But if you haven't I I highly recommend looking up some clips on YouTube You will not be disappointed in that Let me tell you Uh, It was like
1: Glee
4: Meets Hill Street Blues
1: (laughs) Yeah, Glee meets Hill Street Blues Except all original music
2: Yeah it was all original Bad bad. Um, Also considered one of the worst TV shows of the 90s The Chevy Chase
1: Show
0: Oh. Oh I had forgotten
2: all about that why I think not? Lot, I'm sure a lot of people try to.
1: Mm-hmm. It was bad. It was a, it was yeah. a talk show. I was yeah. yeah. I was I was a late night talk show fanatic as a kid, and this was like a boom when they started giving out talk shows to everybody. After David Letterman went over to CBS and yeah. they saw how much money there was in late night talk shows, they started giving everybody one, and Chevy Chase was one, and it was it was bad. Yeah, very bad.
2: Yeah. Um the Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer.
1: Pfeiffer.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it was pronounced
1: P- was Pfeiffer. Was it Pfeiffer? Yeah, it starred Chai McBride. That was on It was on the WB. It
2: was a sitcom about slavery.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> From the same
0: network oh, who gave that- us Homeboys in Outer Space. That's excuse on the list me, too. excuse me, point of order. Oh, God. Homeboys in Outer Space was UPN. Oh. Uh, my bad. Mm. Pre them merging.
2: Yeah, The Secret Diary of Desmond Pfeiffer he played a slave and it was a comedy set on the plantation
4: (laughs) nothing says funny like slavery (laughs)
0: Uh, when I think about how many people had to think that was a good idea for that to see the light of day
1: seriously I'd love to sit here and say how could you do a show like that Chai McBride if they offered that to me right now (laughs) I'd have a hard
0: time turning it down. Well, first of all, if they're gonna do that, you know they'd probably cast me instead of you, right? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just um, kidding. They would cast Scarlett Johansson. From what I understand, only a few episodes got aired. Yeah, <laughs> before you know the LSD wore off, right? and everybody realized what was going on. Um. Also, there was an I had never even heard of this sitcom.
2: It was called Baby Talk. And it was basically, look who's talking. Oh,
3: I vaguely remember that. And Tony
2: Danza did the voice of the baby. I remember that.
3: I
1: I remember (laughs) that, too. How could it go wrong with Tony Danza as the voice? Can you imagine? Uh, Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I don't want to. Samantha. (laughs) Probably sounded something like that.
2: Uh, It went for
1: two seasons.
0: Wow, that's impressive. Angela. George Clooney was on it. Scott Baio. Oh well. Uh, Holy shit, Scott Baio! I know, I know. It was an Ed Weinberger show. That's crazy.
2: Um, also considered one of the worst
4: reviewed
0: was Saved by the Bell: The New Class. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the start of Bianca <laughs> Lawson playing a sixteen-year-old for the next twenty years.
1: Every time somebody mentions Saved by the Bell, wait, did you say the New Class? The, the New, new class. class. Oh yeah. Oh no, that was horrible. Yeah. I was thinking of college years. No. The yep. one
0: where we, reali- we realized that as an adult, Screech was the entire spectrum. Yeah, apparently he... <laughs> <laughs> like, I watched that show, and I'm like, no, seriously, what's wrong with him?
2: Apparently he... What happened? Apparently
0: ca- he's a horrible human the being. The
2: character of Screech played the principal's assistant. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah uh, not at first. At first they did the show just... With a new class, Belding was there, of course. Once they realized that this show's shitty, uh, without any We'll the bring other,
4: in Dustin Diamond yeah, to save it. We gotta it.
1: bring in Screech to, you know, to help save this. And, yeah. and it was
4: not saved by the Diamond. Um,
2: there were two shows who are very long-running, but were on every single worst TV show list. Jerry Springer. Oh, come
1: on. That show I don't understand amazing. why people said that was bad and a fine that was film. Amazing. Ringmaster, it was entertaining. I loved Ringmaster. I scheduled and a fantastic opera. I scheduled my college classes around the Jerry Springer Show.
3: That's sad.
1: And I, although the thing that I'll find out, I
4: was, it was shocked on that like one of the lists. just went off the air like a year or two ago, or like wow. recently. Like it, it was still on. It was
2: on every like single worst TV list I found. That and Barney and Friends.
1: Both of those. Okay. What, the, what the fuck? You, why are I you know. going to insult a children's show? Yeah, it, I think it's because I didn't do
4: it. I think it's because at that time, you know, all of a sudden it became very popular and it was early internet. Right. So then all of a sudden all the stuff where it's like, oh, look at Barney. Oh, yeah, teaching kids shit.
0: Well, right. yeah, and, and I think that, you know, it's it's just like if you were a child, Barney and Friends was a great TV show. Just like, you know, Jerry Springer was a great TV show if you were a hillbilly.
1: I loved the Jerry Springer uh, show. Uh, this is it. what
0: I'm
2: saying. <laughs> Let's go on to good TV shows. I'm going to throw these out lightning round style. We're going to do this in living color. Yep.
0: Yes. Seminal.
2: Um, Fresh Prince. Yep. Yes.
0: Great show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Blossom. No. I
2: enjoyed it. I watched <laughs> it because it came on
1: after The Fresh Prince. The first couple of seasons yeah. were good. All
2: right, all right. Quantum Leap.
1: That's a good I,
2: show.
3: I'm a fan of that. You know,
2: they remade that.
3: They really? shouldn't have.
2: Yeah, they, they did a reboot. It didn't
3: last long. got yeah. yeah. go
0: back in time.
2: Home Improvement.
0: I yeah. in, I, <laughs> I, I I I thought
3: that was it. a
2: solid sitcom. You know, it's a solid sitcom. It got, it got, it got, <laughs> I,
0: I love toxic masculinity just as much as the next guy. <laughs> well, what, I, what I loved was, um, I
4: don't know if, um, what was the documentary on Hulu? It was like the best show ever made. Or something that was about the Dana Carvey show Um, that just, like, just, in the making of it, and how it lasts like six episodes, and they had like this bit where they're gonna do like this recurring, just sponsor. It's sponsored by Everett and then they do this whole over the top thing where they're like, "We don't get it," because they put us right after like, like right pe- they're the lead in, or, the, or right after Home Improvement. And it was the thing was like Taco Bell sponsors the Dana Carvey show, and I was like this whole thing, and then it was mm-hmm. like, and it was like this very touching episode of like. One of the kids is doing drugs or something on Home Improvement. It was, this whole, it was like this whole touching thing about that. Then it's like, followed by Taco Bell
0: sponsors the... Yeah. And yeah. Well, like, and this is why we're being... For pissed. Home Improvement, I mean, like again, like Swingers, I saw that, that show and was just like, this is not for me. <laughs> and it's like, if you grow up in that energy... And it's just, I don't know. Nah. Like, it just it wasn't my thing. I, I understand that. Like what what, what does it say Taylor what Thomas. years that was? No, I don't okay. know. That was like 90. Home improvement, it was yeah. on for a while. If I
1: remember, like if I remember, it was like when it started. We were in a sitcom drought yeah. at the time. Yeah,
0: uh, it started in September of 1991, and it yes. ran through 1999. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So that, that came about when really there weren't many sitcoms on the air at that time. Sitcoms were not in vogue at that time. Uh, we hadn't had that resurgence yet that came with the show that's going to be mentioned. Well, it was um, like
4: right after Seinfeld hit it big. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, if it's 91, I think Seinfeld was, was like a uh, first or second season. Yeah, but that's yeah.
4: right when it took Seinfeld about two seasons. Right. So, that was, yeah. so that's when it's like, let's get more comedians. So,
1: But what I'm saying is when you have... Home Improvement was a sitcom. And like you said, it was a solid sitcom. Yeah. So a solid sitcom is going to stand
0: out right. at that point.
1: So
2: It was a family sitcom. That was something you could watch with your family.
1: Yes. All right. Nobody and, will get offended. And, right. and
0: looking back, and this is only something I discovered recently because I had no way of knowing it at the time, Richard Karn was a goddamn snack. Oh, stop. Word? Uh, well, all right. Um, That's the word.
2: Dinosaurs.
0: Not the mama. Oh. You know, I often, Ahead of its I time, oftentimes I forget because I think I hallucinated that show, <laughs> <laughs> and then I remember, I realize every few years it was an actual thing that happened. In and the And I don't
4: remember it much. I, re- I remember watching right. it, but I don't remember much about it. Right. I remember the baby being an asshole. To was the that? Well, yeah. Was that Fox? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good.
4: Fox. We'll just put anything on now because
0: you know. But it was also Henson. Sure. So.
1: Yeah. That that show essentially was very.
0: It was the Simpsons. It was the Simpsons.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, Animaniacs. Oh,
1: classic! Fucking
2: love Animaniacs.
0: I am distressed at the news that that is going to get a revival. Really? Well, if
1: it's it's with all the same people, I don't mind that.
4: See,
0: for me, it was very of its time, (laughs) and I don't know if it would carry over now. I'm
4: curious to see how it goes. Let's see how it goes.
0: Um, Martin.
4: Oh yes, I remember.
1: I watched that.
0: Started off good. The end, I really did not like what they did with the character of Gina. There's reasons for that. Well, yeah, because Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence hated each other. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I just, I really, like, she, when the series started off, like, Martin and Gina were this great contrasting thing because Martin was the crazy one and she was kind of like the voice of reason and the tough no-nonsense girl. And then as the show continued, like, towards the end, she just became this, like, dizzy hood rat. (laughs) Yeah. Like, and I just, yeah. Yeah.
1: I still say one of the most underrated shows of all time. Sure.
2: Yeah, I, I would I would agree yeah. with that. The Red Shoe Diaries.
1: <laughs> oh, That show. Porn. Was yeah. necessary for is, me is, at is, that is age. Porn is silk stockings. That show helps. Anyway. I needed that. Cable. Porn. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Red Shoe Diaries was not basic cable. Uh-oh. I thought it was no, on no, USA. No, no, it was no, Showtime. No, silk Stockings. Silk so Stockings was, show, was USA. Uh-oh. Red Shoe Diaries was Showtime. You had to pay for that shit
0: premium cable mm. channel porn. Yes. 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 Oh, no Actually, penetration,
1: sure. but all the fake breasts you could hope for. And oh, <laughs> my 12-year-old ass loved it. And um, his 12-year-old penis.
2: One of my favorite shows of all time, I didn't put on my list though, American Gladiators. Oh. Yes. Oh,
1: that was <laughs> yes. a great show. I watched the shit out of American Gladiators. I loved American Gladiators. i almost forgotten about that. Loved the Atlasphere. Spear.
4: Loved it. Sick days or the summer. That was, that
2: was after a, that was a silly shows. silly show. I oh,
4: loved it. Oh, the 90s.
2: Um Ally
0: McBeal? Nope. Really? I like that. More Dylan on Bell. that later. Um Sex and the City? Was, was not, not a fan. Season mm-hmm. 1 was great. I know, I know. I'm a traitor to my people for saying that, but I was I was not feeling it. You're fine. Uh Third Rock from the Sun.
1: Uh, I right. enjoyed it.
2: Solid sitcom. The Nanny also.
1: I not It wasn't my I thing.
2: The uh, yeah. New, news Radio? <laughs> news Radio oh, was true. Oh, that was a great I show. I am
1: upset right now for not remembering News Radio. That's not my honorable mention. It, uh it News Radio was Hartman. it died with Phil Hartman, yeah. but when he was there that show was fucking amazing. And I, really I, went, I went it was into transcendent
4: it because of Phil Hartman and th- and I'm like, "Oh, he's not going to be the lead." Oh, I don't know. And then I watched him like, "All right. Oh, hey Dave Foley." Oh, yeah, that's right. Kids in the Hall.
1: All Rocket right. If you more liquor. Damn! Top five. All right.
2: Your five favorite TV shows of the 90s. We going to the same, same? I'll get us
0: started. Do it. Uh, my number five is a show that came along in the late 90s. And while you would think I was not the demographic for this show, it actually spoke to me on a lot of different levels because it didn't really look or feel like any other show at the time. And it has already Home been mentioned. My number five is actually Ally McBeal. Oh. Uh, I loved Ally McBeal. Go back. <laughs> Not go back and rewatch that show because it was actually really funny. Jesse and L. It, Martin. It definitely. Um, and also Robert Downey Jr. was fantastic on that show, too. Also looking good on that show. That was show. one of the first things he did after crawling out from rehab. Uh, and it was just. And for me, Callista Flockhart was the least appealing part of it. Yeah. Um, even though she was the center of the show. For me, it was like Lucy Liu and... Uh, Portia de Rossi. And Greg Gurman was great on that show. Yes and I, Nicole Carson. I, yeah, and I, I really... It, it's a funny show, and I really thought it was... It was like kind of like the first adult comedy I remember being into when I was in my early 20s.
2: Loved it. Me. Um, One of my favorite sitcoms of all time, Frasier.
0: Oh, That's yeah. on my honorable I mention. Love I love Frasier. I love...
4: Not what, for me. What I loved about it was... It had that very highbrow aspect of it, yep. but they went lowbrow. Well, yeah. Because John, John yeah. Mahoney
2: was like so; he was the one that kind of grounded that show. But uh, what's his face that played his brother? No, David uh, Hyde Pierce, David Hype David Hype Hype Pierce Hype. is he's so
4: good. And you, I mean, it had this stigma of oh, well, that's for smart people. Yeah, but they're also doing like classic vaudeville slapstick yep. stuff in it. You know, where it's like, yeah, it's
2: I love that show.
4: Yeah, that was a great show. Joe. My number five is a show that um, has had a couple iterations, but um, I'm talking about the one that was during the 90s, actually started in 88, but lasted most of the 90s, and it's the UK version of Whose Line Is It Anyways? Hosted uh, oh, by call. Clive Anderson. Really introduced us Look to Ryan you. Styles and Colin Mockery, Greg Proops. Yeah. And, yeah, it was.
1: Huh. Nice pull. Good, good one. And way.
4: it's still good with the Drew Carey and then with Aisha Tyler. Nice. Yes, we those. love you, Aisha Tyler. Yeah, Thank we do. you for yes, listening. We do.
1: Uh, My number five has already been mentioned also, and it is Martin, actually. And I Mm. still contend one of the most underrated shows of all time. Uh, The character work Martin was doing on that show was uh, unreal. Uh, He had a great supporting cast uh, behind him. Yeah, Yeah. that was a really, 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 really good show.
0: I liked it. I have three shows on my list that actually started in the late 80s, but continued into the 90s where they really hit their stride, and this is the first one on that list. uh, And that's Roseanne.
3: That was an honorable uh, well mention for me, and
0: it, it really was groundbreaking television. It tackled a lot of different things that sitcoms were not tackling at the time. It was brilliantly written. It was brilliantly acted. It had a fantastic cast in it, and yes, Roseanne is a crazy racist.
3: Yes,
4: <laughs> we just didn't really fully realize. It we at just the didn't time. understand.
0: That was when her crazy was just still entertaining. Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. that was a good. It was a really good mm-hmm. show. Yep. Up until the last season. Yes. Um, yeah. What last season? But it made up for it with the finale.
2: Uh, My number four is a show I still watch to this day when I need something to listen to at work. I can listen to it like an audiobook. The West Wing. Oh, One of the best shows of all time. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly written.
4: Derwood, you...
0: Never seen an episode. Highly recommend.
2: Dude!
4: I've, it's I've on seen, Netflix. I, I've only seen bits and pieces, but I know no. it's one of those things that there's so much of it, I just don't have time to
2: catch I, I want it. him to be president. Bartlett for president, please. Bartlett for America.
4: Please. I just saw Aaron Jorkin a couple weeks ago.
2: I don't like you. <laughs>
4: Go. Uh, my number four, um, I think of stuff that I was watching kind of in the early mid-90s um, during high school, come home from school and didn't want to do homework or whatnot, and and because I had no actual social life or anything like that. And one of these was Batman the Animated Series. Oh. Which is, up until then, really, you're um, in the mainstream. You had, like, kind of the Burton um, Batman films. It was, this was pre-Schumacher. Right. Batman and way before Nolan. And But it it dealt really good with, I think it's one of the best representations of Batman and that world. Agreed. And it gives you um, Mark Hamill as a Joker. Cool. It actually introduced the character of Harley Quinn. It was so popular, they then introduced her to the comics. Later. It was like one the, And yeah, it's a great... And you actually get Detective Batman, <laughs> which very rarely happens in visual media other
0: than... Gumshoe. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know what to say about that. Derwood!
1: Oh, I wanted to mention that when i compiling my list, my top five are actually shows that I watched in their entirety in oh. the 90s as they aired. Oh. okay. Um, so la these are la. actually favorites of mine. Oh, this, la was da. These, this was This uh, was like appointment viewing for me.
4: You see kids back then we didn't binge watch. We could. not We didn't have a DVR. I still
2: don't binge watch. I do. I like the anticipation. I like to You're I like weird. to savor.
1: All right, my number 4 is also has been mentioned already, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Excellent oh, show. Was, yeah. Yep, yep, yep.
0: Um so Yes, people
1: called me Carlton when I was in high school, and yes, I hated it.
0: Not actually what I was going to ask you, but that is useful information. Daphne Maxwell-Reed or Janet
1: Hubert? Uh, uh, as a character... Well, actually, okay, as an actor, Janet Hubert. As the character of Aunt Viv and what that character was, I guess, supposed to be, Daphne Ma- Maxwell-Reed, honestly. Okay. Uh, The mom was only supposed to be the conduit to which Will comes to California. Um, she's not supposed to have a very large part. Unfortunate for Janet Hubert is actually a very great actress and probably deserved to have more in a bigger She part. had a
0: legendary neck roll.
1: Yes, indeed. But there wasn't a lot for her to do because that that's not what that part calls for.
0: That and she hated Will Smith. Well, I mean,
1: wait, she hated Will Smith? Oh, yeah,
0: no, the two of them butt heads. Oh, that's Will Smith is so likable. As I understand it, she said to Quincy Jones, either he goes or I go and when Quincy was done laughing she was served her pink slip.
1: <laughs> oh wow. that's I, I had no idea.
4: That, we well, e- no, you, e- the two moms. Does
1: that ever
2: work out for anyone? The Either they uh, go or friends. I go?
1: Mm, kinda. We'll talk more about that yeah. later. All
0: right, D? Uh, my next one. Uh, is my number three. This show premiered in 1992. Now, uh, having been a television sketch comedy writer, I can tell you that it is always a great thing when you write a sketch that, you know, resonates with people. And one of my favorite things to this day is when someone quotes something I have written. But when you can really take a sketch from a show and build it into an entire series, it is definitely the work of an absolute comedic genius. And as far as I am concerned, the creator and star of this show is one of the most underrated comedic geniuses of the 90s. The show is absolutely fabulous. That was on my, the writer uh, that was Jennifer on my Saunders. That was on my honorable mentions. She she has been goals for me for so long to have single-handedly written a series. Yeah. And I've actually done that. Uh, and uh, I really and wish Ab-Fab Netflix am- would pick up our series. And uh, Abfab is amazing. And Ab Fab is a fantastic, fantastic show. It would have never worked in America. I don't know why they tried. But uh, it was a British sitcom, and it was absolutely awesome.
1: I didn't, know, I didn't know that started up as a it's sketch. Absolutely fabulous. Yes, it was a sketch
0: yeah. on French and Saunders, which was their sketch comedy show. Okay.
2: Uh, my number three, because he's my he's my uh, television boyfriend. That would be South Park. Trey Parker mm-hmm. is a fucking genius. South Park is amazing.
1: I actually was just watching basketball the other day. I love, I love basketball. <laughs>
2: I love anything that man does. He does no wrong in my eyes. South Park is a gold standard to me as far as comedy goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's still as good now as it was the first season to me. I, yeah, I love South Park. And not just because I love Trey Parker so much, Mm -hmm. but I love Trey Parker.
4: Joe? My number three is something that was also um, mentioned earlier, and that is Animaniacs. Yay! That show was so smart. Where and you know, it's geared towards kids. You know, it was on like it came on at like three o'clock in the afternoon. So, and I was home from school at that point, I was in high school, and I'm watching it. And there are references in that show that I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like 14 years old, 14, 15 years old. I'm barely getting these references. <laughs> I haven't seen Apocalypse Now, but I get the Apocalypse Now references in this. I don't think your main demographic is going to get the Freund Levin and them going to find the director, you know, that's basically Jerry Lewis making the saddest clown. (laughs) (laughs) Which is my favorite episode of that show of all time. But, um, yeah, that show is just brilliant.
2: I love Animaniacs. Derwood!
1: My number three is the show that uh, revitalized the sitcom at the time. Uh, Looking back on it, it's... Aging oddly, in my opinion, but at the time it was uh, resplendent, and that is Friends. Mm.
0: Yeah. Never seen an episode. I watched the first few seasons, you. and then I, you know, the first season. I, I, there were some great moments, but overall, as a show I didn't really care for it.
1: To me, it was, uh, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. Uh, it was, uh, it was the first time that I had ever been swept up by the writing of a show. Mm-hmm. But up until that point it's always performances the sitcoms that I loved were led by comedians who right. were over the top and could really deliver this it was just what they were saying to me was hilarious I
0: may have been expecting a little too much of it because I was a huge fan of David Crane and Martyr Coffin's pre- prior series Dream, Dream on.
1: on which oh, does not get oh, enough run and why they? do they not yes they did I love Dream On story Dream On was about a that. great great show I don't understand why we can't get that on HBO On Demand right about there's now not- no, not the. Not I that wish I've ever it was. Seen so I was. I was
4: gonna love say, to watch it. It, wasn't it an HBO show? So yeah. Like, yeah, I thought everything they ever, every show they ever yeah. did was on.
2: If it was, I'd totally rewatch so, that. So funny
1: story. Uh, have you heard the story about how every Friends episode is titled "The One Where" yeah. Yeah. something happens? The reason why they did that is because when they were doing Dream on, the title of the episode always appeared. So they always had to stress about coming up with a title for an episode because it was going to be shown. So when they got to Friends, they were just like, fuck that, Uh, the one where everybody finds out. And that's the title of an episode. I support
0: that. Yeah. Interesting. Anthony? All right. My number two is yet another show that premiered in the 80s, but is definitely associated with the 90s, despite the fact that not only did it stay on throughout the 90s, throughout the 2000s, it is still on now. And that is The Simpsons.
4: Great show. Damn you! That is my number one.
0: <laughs> I'm not yeah. surprised, but I you know love what? The Speak on it because you you are a far more versed Simpsons like that expert show than I am. I it, love The like, Simpsons. There,
4: one time, someone posted a question like, "If you could bring one like one sort of medium to a desert, island, I'm like, I'd bring The Simpsons because that's like 30 years, and this is like maybe 10 years ago. So right. still, you had so much. There is so much there, and if you think, especially you take mid the mid 90s from about 90. Two ninety three, so seasons four, five, six, seven, eight are arguably probably the best seasons of any TV yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, and... Each, it was each, all gold back then. And each time you look at it, like, well, obviously season 3, uh, no, season 4 was the best season. It had, you know, the monorail episode, but then like, oh, crap, but then there was season 7 that had who shot Mr. Burns mm-hmm. and all these layers, all the Treehouse of Horror. Oh uh, the Treehouse of did. Horrors are always and, i mean of my i remember things. the early 90s when it was a, it was of a of at this time that it was like Bart Simpson versus Cosby. When the Simpsons moved mm-hmm. a Thursday night opposite the Cosby show everyone's like what the fuck? <laughs> and yeah it's
2: I when uh, FX did their uh the twenty four hour when they showed yeah, every, every episode, episode. I don't think we turned the TV off that entire oh, no.
4: time. Oh yeah, no, it's a, it's amazing, and I loved recently after the um, Disney buyout of um, Fox, mm. and they and the Simpsons did a little thing like we welcome our new overlords. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, oh yeah, it's all the itchy and scratchy stuff. Yeah. Everything. Oh my god,
1: it's just such a brilliant, brilliant show. In my opinion, Cape Fear. Uh, who Shot Mr. Burns Part 1 and Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2. Yeah. Probably the three greatest episodes of a show of all time.
2: Well, anything with Sideshow Bob is usually
4: yes, right up all there. all the side, I mean, or, I mean, Troy McClure. I mean, Phil Hartman is. Oh, I Phil mean, Hartman. That, I mean, that was the big. And I, I just, I hate every ape I see from chimpanzee to, <laughs> to chimpanzee. chimpanzee. <laughs> oh, my God. Just no. between Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure on that
0: the Simpsons. I love you, Doctor Zayas.
4: The Dr. Simpsons. Doctor Zayus
0: has such Sims. an
2: amazing way of pairing up. Have such an amazing way of pairing up music with like certain scenes, like when Maggie, uh, Maggie goes missing, and he calls the baby hotline. The missing baby
4: come back. <laughs> it's,
3: it's the whole music, you
4: know. Oh, so fucking good. Lisa needs braces. Dental plan. Lisa yeah. needs braces. Dental plan. Oh,
2: so good. Okay, uh, my number two. Uh, changed the way I looked at television forever.
0: She sat on her head.
2: Yeah. I I probably would have understood it better if I had. Oh. And, and that would be Twin Peaks. Yeah,
0: good call. I had that as a,
4: I almost had that, I had my, my top five, I'm like, yeah. I know Amy's gonna yeah. say this, I'm not it, gonna steal her thunder. It
2: literally changed the way I looked at television. I, it was, that was a game changer for me.
1: I just wish, I, I watched that show, I guess it was Netflix when it, when it came on, when it was there for a hot minute. And so I got to kind of binge it. I just wish it kind of would have just been a a one-off. I wish they could have just started with and end. Well, I wish they would have just ended with finding out who shot Laurel. Right. And if it could have just if we could have just had that capsule, she, she wasn't shot or killed, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. If we could have just had that, right. I think it would have been perfection. It's perfection. To, in to my try eyes. to try and carry it on after I know. that, I know, yeah, I know. Well, it's Lynch, yeah, right?
4: And I remember um, when the show The Killing came on, and it was based off of I think some Swedish show, but it um, they it had so there was a a girl was killed. And that's what it's um, based around, and there were so many comparisons to Twin Peaks. And then it got to the end of the first season, and you didn't find out who the killer was, and people were pissed. I'm like, do y'all watch Twin Peaks?
3: <laughs> You're saying it's a
1: lot like Twin Peaks. Did they find out who killed Laura Palmer at the end nope.
4: of the
3: first
1: season? Nope. nope. Well, wasn't that because it was a mid-season replacement, though? <laughs> no, I mean, it was, it was about 6-7, but I mean, it yeah. was... Anyway,
2: it was, it's it is, but it was also Lynch, to me. It so. it changed the scope of television for and me. It, it traumatized
4: weird. me, and then scared I, and the and shit I, and, out of and me. And I did like the um, the the re-b- revival, re-b- the revival, the this vastly different. Ten. Your number two, Joe. My number two is an institution. It was the beginning of an institution. It spawned many, 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 many other versions, but the original is before Stabler, we're talking the original Law & Order. Doink, doink. <laughs> and I gotta
1: remove one off my list. Uh, I discovered it in college, and it, it blew my oh mind. Oh my God. Changed it, my it, life. It,
4: it kept TNT running for the early 2000s to maybe 2013. There's an
2: episode on right now. Yeah. Yes. And
4: <laughs> Now, I will say, I think SVU really took over the popularity just because Murska Hargitay and um, Chris Maloney. Maloney, their chemistry was <laughs> Put amazing. Put in your pants, man. And and I can't. It's hard to watch SVU now because it's just way too real,
0: Anthony. We need but Anthony, Chris Maloney. Yes. Yes. ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Oh we my god! When he heard Chris Maloney was joining the cast of True Blood, and he thought
0: there was going to be some nudity. And you should have. Well, sleep- first of all, throw a brick. You can see anything that Chris Maloney <laughs> takes out <laughs> his wang for. Thank you, Oz.
4: <laughs> but yeah, the original Law and Order, it was. Just so good.
2: Jesse L. Martin again.
4: Yeah. Jerry Orbach. Richard Jerry Belzer. Jerry Orbach. Yeah. Um, Sam Waterston. Yeah. I mean, it just so many people. The rotating assistant DAs, because he couldn't Ice keep it T. in there. Yeah. Well, Leon that was S-V-U. ICET, Ice-T was S-V-U. That's
0: S-V-U. Oh, my bad. Or S-U-V, as we call it in our yeah. house. Uh, we do not call it that. You <laughs> call it that.
1: Antonio Vargas. Um. Anyway. Um, Your number two? My number two... Uh. In living color. I, I don't know what yep. else needs to be said about that. that it was. Show I wanted to be. World, I wanted to be a fly changing. girl
2: so bad.
1: <laughs> you probably would have been great. as that? I would have been an
2: awesome. I dressed like that, so yes, I would have yeah. been an awesome fly girl. I
1: wanted to be on that show.
0: Well, badly. I, I liked the fact that you weren't away. You hands. had a cast that was not only like a, a, a rainbow of people of color, which we didn't see. It, there was diversity in it. Yes. Like they. They. You know, the, like finally, you you've got the quote unquote black SNL, mm-hmm. and they cast two token white people and Hispanic people as like they made it inclusive in a way that our shows kind of didn't. Yeah, and uh, and I loved that aspect of it, mm-hmm. and it really made me want to. It made me want to do sketch comedy, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: and I I loved every year. Well, for like one or two years, it made when they did two the, or
1: three the the Super Bowl halftime yes, show. Yes, yeah. yes,
4: like yeah. it was back when. No one gave a flying fuck about the actual like Super Bowl
1: halftime, right? And then, um, yeah, that was on like and flip over. We're watching this. Yep, such a great show. So many memories uh, to that show. If you haven't seen it, I really feel bad for you, honestly.
0: We, I don't know how we long well it would age.
2: We own it. We should rewatch some Very of it. Very
0: much of its time, but I, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, your number one. My number one is a show that I've talked about many times before on this podcast, and uh, it did premiere in nineteen eighty nine. But continued for seven seasons, and uh, as I, like I said, I, I with the '80s episode, I tended to stay away from stuff that was patently for kids, uh, and stuff that still holds up. But this is this is the one time I violated that because this show had such a profound effect on me, um, and that was the all new Mickey Mouse Club. Uh, Imagine that! Imagine he's that. wearing
2: his Mickey Mouse
0: Club I'm, shirt. I am wearing my MMC shirt right now. I rep hard from a crew. Um, i i absolutely loved it it was i was 14 years old when the show premiered so i was right in the wheelhouse of who it was made for and uh and it was kids my age uh doing all the things that i wanted to do but couldn't they were singing and dancing and acting and being funny and they were you know, uh, talking to large crowds and stuff like that, and they had personality, and I saw myself in them in a way that I didn't see them in the kids in my neighborhood and at my school, so I felt this kinship with them. And years later in the sixth season, I finally wound up getting to the set and doing some extra work and meeting all of these people and working on the show in a very limited capacity, but it was was life-changing because not only did it rock my world as a television show, as a viewer, when I got onto that set, it changed my life because I looked at the cameras, the sets, the crew, the audience, and I said, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is where I belong. And uh, and I, I that basically was the birth of everything I wanted to do. And very recently, uh, they had their 30th anniversary reunion in Orlando a couple of weeks ago, and I went to that, and I was thrilled to see so many people from the show that I had known for years that I'd remain close with and people I hadn't met and it was just a two-day love fest and it was it brought me back to all of the reasons that this show completely rocked my world and I got to meet so many other fans from all over who it still resonates with and it's kind of crazy that 30 years later we all come together because of this television show and it was uh, really a magical experience and that is why that Mickey Mouse Club was my favorite TV show from the 90s. Well said. Nice. Mm -hmm. Very well said. Cool.
2: Um my favorite television show from the 90s is actually my favorite television show of all time, The X-Files. Oh, okay. Yeah. I saw the first episode and was immediately hooked into it. Uh I own the entire series when the movies come out, I usually rewatch the entire series or watch my I have a list of my favorite episodes that I can go through and watch.
0: I want to believe was an underrated film.
2: Yes, it was. Um and it didn't, just because David Duchovny was one of my
4: heartthrobs.
2: Still he, don't like, get that, but okay. Whatever. Um, that show was scary. It was funny.
4: it has a hot for Richard Carnes. Right. So let's... <laughs>
2: Touche. Um x-files could scare the shit out of you like the episode of home with the woman under the bed if you've never seen it that episode is one of the scariest things of all time
1: spoiler alert
2: um it can also be one of the funniest things with like jose chunks from outer space uh it's i think it is david de and jillian anderson were and are a wonderful television couple they worked well together they they worked well off of each other it was a perfect show for me
4: Nothing. Nobody. Uh, you know, no, no, great. No, I, I remember watching. <laughs> I was. I mean, there.
0: I wasn't as invested as you were. Obviously, when the show was on, and like I know we've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's worth mentioning when the X Files was still on the air is when we were moving to California, <laughs> and we we drove out, uh, and it took us about five or six days to get from Florida uh, all the way to San Diego, and a new season of the X Files was on currently, <laughs> and we would only stop at motels across the country. Where I could actually hook our VCR up to the TV, <laughs> so she could record the X Files uh, on Sunday nights. I had, I would, I recorded all of them. So there were there were some episodes of the X Files that she had on VHS that were recorded from like the most Roach Motel places you can possibly imagine like, in BFE. Like we had to make sure before I would I would refuse to check into a hotel unless they had Fox, so I could watch the X Files. Yep. And I had to hook up the VCR so she could record. This was dedication, y'all. Y'all don't understand how we wow. did back in the day. I love that damn show. No, Joe. don't do the creepy
3: shit. So
4: my, since my number one was um, taken already, part of me wants to say the lead, the original lead-in to X-Files, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., because I remember both premiered Whoa. the same year. Um, yay, Bruce Campbell, steampunk, western. I love Bruce um, Campbell. But I'm going to go kind of just cheating Because almost every one of my honorable mentions have been taken already as well. I'm just going to say the early 90s, probably 1990,
0: 1993 cast of SNL. God damn it, Joe! Amen. Was that that, that your number one? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Okay, Son See, of a I just said it
4: because I was cheating because it wasn't I, the full show. I
0: love how we're always surprised that our tastes overlap. That's hilarious. Yeah. But that was I mean, that's
4: when I first started watching SNL. And Wait, would you like to have Durwood speak on it? Like yes, I let you for yes, the Simpsons. Yeah, since I stole it. I mean,
2: yes. no, it's just, it's speak the, on it, Durwood, look,
1: speak on it. A lot of it has to do with the age that it was when they came on, but from what ninety year? to ninety nine, uh SNL was the greatest. Again. I saw every single one of those
4: episodes.
0: I don't know that I'd go over that arc. Uh, I would,
1: honestly. I
0: I would. To me, the the golden years of SNL were 88 to 94. Or 93, excuse me. 94 was terrible. 94 was not terrible. 94 was the year that uh, Janine Garofalo was
1: on. Yeah, I still don't think it was terrible. It was a transition year, don't get me wrong.
0: It was not mid-80s level. Yeah. Well, no. Nothing is that bad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So, except yeah. for the hell
0: sketch that was funny
1: yeah I, I, I still I, I there's nothing from that decade that you can tell me there's no one whole show that I will honestly say was a bad show altogether. Uh, they all had redeeming points and yeah that it, it informed a lot of my comedy uh, into how I grew up mm-hmm. actually uh, but now I got to move on and try and figure out what I'm gonna put in its place because Joe Witten stole mine. Um, See, I took mine graciously mm, No, I'm not going to be gracious You about really this did, Joe You took that At all God. You took that graciously My honorable mentions have been mentioned already uh, I could say Save by the Bell I could say Oh, I got to give a shout out to everything that was on TGIF yeah, I'd be lying if I said I didn't yeah. watch that shit and enjoy it Family um, Matters? Family Matters, oh, yeah, not I did the Urkel show It was black people on TV.
4: I enjoyed Family Matters and I was not black.
1: I had a life. I
2: was never at home on Friday nights.
1: Uh, I'm going to throw something out there that actually was uh, another comedy that uh, was uh, probably ahead of its time. Babes? Very, very necessary. No. deaf Comedy Jam.
0: Oh yeah, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. That was uh, that was '90s. That was uh, voices that uh, would not have been heard if it weren't for that show. That is true. Um, I discovered
0: a lot of my favorite comics on that show. Yeah,
1: without we got we would not we would not have ever heard of Bernie Mac without that show. Yeah, we would not have. And he had the single greatest mm-hmm. set of any comedian uh, on that show ever, or uh, on Def Comedy Jam. He had the single greatest Deaf Comedy Jam set ever. Um, and yeah, we he became a household name and who's gone too soon, but we would not, we never, would have never heard of him if it wouldn't have been for Russell Simmons putting on that show and just giving these people a voice that they just otherwise never would have had, mm-hmm. which is unreal to think that we would not have ever heard of Chris Tucker if it weren't for Deaf Comedy Jam, things like that. So. Oh,
2: Fifth Element, that's where I heard. Oh him. yes,
1: we he he would not been would not have been cast in the Fifth Element without. Def Comedy Jam. The two sets well, they did on Def Comedy Jam. Also because Prince, Prince turned, turned it, it down. down. Well, then there you go. But still, could you so,
2: imagine Prince in Fifth Element?
1: <laughs> no. no, that'd be weird. No, I think. But think, think of the, who can we turn to? And it's probably saying, "Oh, I saw this dude on Def Comedy Jam." Actually, I think I may be able to give you what you look for. Chris Tucker
0: was fantastic
1: in The Fifth Element. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing I like about that movie. At me,
2: I love that movie. I Gary don't, Oldman. Gary is great. Oldman. Bruce Willis. Fell asleep in Mila the theater
1: Tomovich. during that movie. Twice. Literally twice fell asleep in the theater watching me too, that movie. but
0: because I was really tired after like a 12-hour shift, but Amy insisted on seeing it. But she kept waking me up with her cackling with laughter.
2: Because <laughs> Chris Tucker was really funny.
0: Chris Tucker's great in that
1: movie.
2: You know, he's also good in Jackie he Brown.
1: He's actually really, really good in Money Talks.
0: Yeah, Money Talks, I don't enjoy that.
2: Eh. All right, I think we're there.
0: Okay. Well, closing thoughts, anyone on the '90s on this extremely I did, long episode? I, I, I yeah, didn't I, think, say, I didn't say. I think the, this the, the podcast tick. is
4: long as all oh, the tick. <laughs> what a
1: great, what a great show! I didn't say the tick.
4: <laughs> I also wanted to shout out to X Men: The Animated Series as well.
1: Oh yeah, great one! I think that we've given people a small, like Fabio. A small, yeah, small taste of why the '90s is. The greatest decade in the history um, of existence.
2: I'm also going to jump back because I didn't get to mention Baz Luhrmann, but Romeo and Juliet and Strictly Ballroom. Mm. Great films. Yeah, both. And Wag the Dog. I forgot about Wag the Dog. Oh, oh, Wag the Dog Wag was the good. Dog. Dog. Yeah. Oh,
1: actually,
0: Primary Colors.
2: Oh, mm. shit. I forgot about Primary, Primary Colors. Primary Colors
0: is a great film.
2: Love that movie.
0: House Party 2. <laughs> <laughs> if you like what you heard here, you can get a dose of our funny every Election. day on th- every day on Twitter. <laughs> this episode is long enough. And <laughs> you can follow not us bitch, at, a at a a a Pop bitch. Culture House not or a a a you bitch, can follow me Anthony Donovan at Deboy D A B O Y.
1: I'm at Reggie Swing.
4: I'm at Prisoner 246 OB1.
2: That's new.
4: That no it's been like th- 6 months. Oh, well.
2: yeah.
0: Soap dish. Soap Dish oh, was a soap great dish movie. Oh, Soap is so good.
2: No. Or you can email us at thehouseofpopculture at <laughs> gmail.com.
0: Oh, yeah. We want to thank everybody at You Gather Hillcrest and Sound Engineer Joey. We love y'all. If Yay! you also liked what you heard here, please consider going to our Patreon page and become a patron of The House of Pop Culture. For as little as a dollar a month, you can unlock exclusive content <laughs> on our blog. You can also hear Amy and Durwood arguing over nothing for 10 minutes, which may actually be more entertaining than our actual show, mm-hmm. uh, and certainly shorter. Uh, So go ahead and check us out. And in the meantime, thanks for listening. That thing you do. That thing you do.
2: Oh, I like that movie.
1: It is some white people shit. (laughs) But I like that movie. Mystery Men. Mystery Men is the movie that I saw because The Sixth Sense was sold out, actually. So yeah, Mystery Men was my consolation prize.